Six pack, thank you for joining us. Sup? Hey. All social media outlets available at HMOA number six P A C K. That would be Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook by uh, just doing a simple search of heavy metal over a six pack and finding the uh, cross guitars with the beer bottle. It's like somebody peed in my lemonade. Mmm. Can be emailed directly at uh, HMOA number six P A C K at gmail.com. We are available on many different outlets out there. We can be found on iTunes, Google Play, our host site Podomatic. We're on the TuneIn Radio app and iHeartRadio. Good times had by all. Yep. Like, share, listen, repeat. Thank you for joining us as always. And right. allow the madness in- ensue. See. Ooh. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> The dingo ate my baby. <laughs> Fucking dingoes. <laughs> all right, we got a, we got a, we do, we have a full house today. We have all of our, uh, all of our. Uh, Not to be confused with Fuller House. Fantastic hosts. Everybody's mic works today. That's fantastic. Yes, I can hear myself. That's good times. Good times, had by all. What do we think, bro? Are we just getting right into this, sir. I think so. With our jump into the deep end. Metal, metal showdown, throwdown. Heavy metal over a six pack. Pre- Presents. Heavy Metal Over Six Pack presents Heavy Metal Debates. Heavy Metal Debates. Mm-hmm. Metallica versus a bunch of douches. So Nickelback. <laughs> Bring that debate. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> ding. I need a ding. That's what I should have grabbed. Is the bell going ding ding? I'm sorry. This will be Metallica versus Megadeth. So like, Mega Megadeth is that like when you really die? Is there like, it's a, like, super like, power a, like death. a minor death? Is that a thing? Well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. what everybody feels like when they have to suffer through a half an hour of listening to their music. You mean Metallica? <laughs> this is gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm only being salty and bitter because I feel like I have to. This is kind of like playing a character today. I get to be the, uh, what was the word? I was saying, I'm going I'm to hand us over to our moderator, Anthony, who's hey. going uh, to uh, lead this three, three ring circus today. Three ring. Yeah. Hey, the odds be always in your favor. Hey, the odds ever be in your favor. I don't have any favor on this end, so. Um, I, have a, I have a little setup for us today. So we're pretty much going to roll with it. I'm screwed. Uh, I figure we start off with uh, some interesting facts about each side. Some of the unknown. Just for, you know, poops and giggles. Just ease ease into mm-hmm. the, we'll, the we'll, pain. We'll keep like a, <laughs> we'll keep like a light, light tone to start. 
Uh, we're going to start with 20 things you probably didn't know about Metallica. Award-winning director Darren Aron- Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Thank you. Created the music video <laughs> for The View, the only single released from Metallica's... And then it Metallica wrote a song about that talk the, show on The View with all the women. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Got him at least 10 more album sales. I mean, 10 people. 10 million, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, when we talk about Metallica and album sales, we're talking millions. There's always, there's always six zeros behind it. That's it? <laughs> okay. It's my fake mic drop. I don't have a mic that's not attached to something that I can drop. There you go. Well, I got a screen in front of right, mine. Like, you guys got like, the that's phone covers. Fault. <laughs> Number two, Lars. Paid a lot of money for mine. Sucks. Is an avid art art collector. In 2008, he sold his Jean-Michel Hang on. Jean-Michel. Yeah, Jean-Michel best, 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 I don't know, he's French. Painting. Untitled Boxer for $13.5 million. Good lord. That's it. What do you buy it for? Does it say? No. Probably, I don't know. Tears and souls of babies. (laughs) And and his golden-plated toilet seat. Uh, the first instrument James Hetfield learned to play was not the guitar; it was the piano at eight and nine. Well, that that, that translates. I mean, that's he probably has music theory like a mother. I was gonna mother say one effort. of those things like in school, like you like the recorder. How many children had to play that as their first? It doesn't count though. Exactly. I mean, number we're all in second grade. We can't we can't decide the rest of our lives at that point. Uh, number four. In addition to being a member of suicidal <laughs> tendencies and infectious groups, bassist Robert. Truio? I don't know how you would say that. It's, I know it's like Spanish. Chimichanga. Chimichanga. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Great, now I have to have tacos he, for lunch. <laughs> he formed the outfit Mass Mental in 1998 while he was in Ozzy Osbourne's band. Mass Mental released one studio album and one live album, both in Japan only. Uh, number five, Kirk Hammett's first guitar was a Montgomery Ward catalog special. He plugged it into a shoebox that was packed with a four-inch speaker. Oh boy. It's diehard right there. Here's my side note about Kirk. Um, Les Claypool actually went to school with him. Mm-hmm. Like they were in high school together. And Kirk actually dropped out. And he, like I guess Kirk was kind of like the, the kid who had like, you know, the hood up. Or, or he had the long hair. Like He didn't speak to anybody. He was kind of like the weirdo. And then he, he dropped out of school. And then like... Six, seven years later, you know, Les, oh, is, no. Les is watching, you know, MTV or whatever, and he's like, I know that guy. <laughs> I know him. No way. And that was funny. <clears throat> That's my knowledge for you there. Uh, Metallica's first appearance on an album would be the performance of Hit the Lights on Metal Blade's inaugural compilation, Metal Massacre. Their name, however, was misspelled as M E T T A L L I K C A. So there's two, two T's in there. Uh, Lars Ultrid. That's their Aldridge. first album appearance. That's just yeah. Well, it's their first appearance on an album. So like '82-ish. Okay. Uh, Lars. I mean, Kill 'Em All came out in '83, so. Hmm. Uh, Lars has only been recorded playing drums for one other band. Poor, poor bastard. On Merciful Fate's 1993 album *In the Shadows*, he spent. He lent his skills <laughs> sorry, 
to the track Return of the Vampire 
It's not Trujillo. No. There's two L's, so that's usually a Y. So Trujillo. 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 Has received 15 writing credits on songs. Cliff Brayton received 11, and Jason Newsted received 3. Forget about Jason. He wasn't even in the, the Supernova. Didn't he do that whole thing with Dave Navarro? Pretty sure that uh, was. As far as I knew, he retired from Metallica going, fuck you guys, you guys are fucking sellout. Yeah, I know he was kind I'm of. I'm gonna the... go play high school music with my son because that's more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too shot. <laughs> Sorry, Voivod was terrible. Yeah, One of Kirk Hammond's favorite guitar solos from his career is the Hero of the Day. That a boy. Every time I hear it, I think, damn, that's awesome. It is awesome. It's a great song. It's a great song, and everybody wrote off that album because whatever. There's an interesting one. The first band Cliff Burton created was Easy Street, featuring Jim Martin they went and, and, Mike, and Mike Borden, both later Faith, Faith Moore. Mm-hmm. A couple years later, Burton joined the band Trauma. It was during a trauma show in 1982 that Hetfield, um, that drummer we don't speak of, First saw Bert He who shall not be named. <laughs> 18. On July 6, 1986, Metallica canceled their show in Evansville, Indiana, because James Hetfield broke his wrist while skateboarding. For nearly two months, he relinquished guitar duties to feature Metal Church member John Marshall. Metal Church. There you go. There's a band. The French pressing of 1984's Ride the Lightning... Featured a misprint cover rather than the standard blue, Burnett Records printed the album with a green cover. So there were Ooh. there were 400, Ooh. 400 like exists in the world. Ooh, that's like a shiny Pokemon, you know? Like yeah. hey, yeah. Oh man, I wonder what those go for like retail right now. A buttload. Marcus, this is gonna be funny. You ready for this one? So, I can't wait. James Hetfield and Lars guest starred on the Disney cartoon Dave the Barbarian. They voiced two dragons in the episode called Here They Be Dragons. Nice. <laughs> We're famous! Now we just sound like a bunch of cop-out copy artists. So that's our, that's our Metallica list. Now for the uh, the death in mega form. That my phone will load. Should we call them Giga Death? Giga Death. Terra Death. Giga Death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Mega Death. After getting the boot from Metallica, Dave Mustaine began a second attempt at global domination by briefly working as a telemarketer. Cleft lip and all. I think we covered that in a trivia game. We did, actually, One yeah. time. Yep. In a perfect world, the Mustaine... Nobody believed me that he worked in the, uh, the uh, adult film industry. <laughs> I don't... Well, I'm gonna say, I don't think you need a face for porn, so I... <laughs> at least in the male male. Talk about you can it. suck so much dick with that lip up there. <laughs> We even opened his mouth. Speak from personal experience. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Shots fired already. It's going to get angry. <laughs> All right. Uh, in a perfect world, Mustang <laughs> would have liked to hire Diamond Head singer Sean Harris as Megadeth's frontman. Ten years later, Mustaine guest on Diamond Head's comeback album, Death in Progress. I always get them confused with King Diamond because the names are so similar. King Diamond, jeez. And that high-pitched, unearthly sound that comes out of that man's mouth. The low. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Megadeth's early day, early days cover of Nancy's 
Sinatra's, yeah, These Boots Are Made For Walking was removed from album pressings post-1995 because the song's original composer, Lee Hazelwood, deemed it vile and offensive. So I know their cover of These Boots Are Made For Walking was, or at least the, the picture of it. Uh, Megadeth's lovable mascot, Vic Rattlehead, was conceived by Dave Mustaine, artist Ed Repka, who also has worked with Death, Dark Angel, and Municipal Waste. Drew Vic on the Peace Cells under Mustaine's direction. I feel like Peace Cells was the first time. Yeah, that he actually appeared. Uh, During the video shoot for Wake Up Dead, an overzealous fan spray painted an airplane inside the hangar used as a set. Well, that didn't make sense. Whoever wrote that one was fucked up. That sentence did not make any <laughs> sense at all, and I read it, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's right, but that didn't... Uh, screw that one. Number six, Chuck Bell- Beller, who played on 1987's So Far So Good, So What, was promoted from his former job as Gar Samuelson's drum tech Nick Menza then became Beller's drum tech and would soon take his place. These aren't as fun as the other ones. These are like facts to Actual facts musical to. facts. <laughs> uh, Dave Mustaine gets the idea for Rust in Peace from a bumper sticker reading May All Your Warheads Rust in Peace. Uh, the title track from Countdown to Extinction was awarded the Humane Society's Genesis Award in 1993. A yearly honor recognizing outstanding work in raising awareness of animal issues. I guess Guaro wouldn't be part of that, huh? Uh, <laughs> while touring with Aerosmith in 1993. That makes me laugh. Dave Mustaine was quoted as saying, We don't have much time to play because Aerosmith don't, don't, don't have much time left to live. To no one's <laughs> surprise, that was the end of that gig. <laughs> And he was so fluently spoken with that. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't, okay. We ain't got no time to... Uh, number 10, best-selling horror author Dean Kuntz uh, once wrote a tongue-in-cheek biography for Megadeth, including a sarcastic historical timeline before inc- concluding with numerous comparisons to Godzilla. Doesn't Megadeth have a comic, too? I don't know if we talked about it. I don't remember. We did, yeah. Okay, I thought so. I don't know if it's still going, but... Uh, a late 90s episode of The X-Files featured Agent Mulder telling his partner Scully to better hide your Megadeth albums. I remember that. Uh, after leaving the band in 2000 and moving to Japan in 2003, longtime Megadeth guitarist Marty Friedman uses Japanese language skills to reinvent himself as a successful television show host in the land of the rising sun. Good for him. Right? Uh, 1998, Dave Mustaine made a cameo appearance on the Drew Carey show, where he failed an audition to join Drew Carey's band. Uh, later competed in VH1's short-lived Rock and Roll Jeopardy, where he wiped the floor with George, George Clinton and Moon Unit Zappa. Oh, God. Smart man. Yeah, just a dick. Uh, number 15, a man of many cameos. Dave also played the part of an arsonist named Torchy Thompson in 2001 episode of the TV series Black Scorpion. 
This is what he does in his spare time. Just shows up oh, randomly uninvited. God. Hey! <laughs> Pretty much. I want to be in your No, no, it's like... Give me a candy, uh, oh! <laughs> Uh, Megadeth's 2004 comeback album, The System Has Failed, was originally recorded for release as Dave Mustaine's first solo album. Hmm. Okay, was he planning to escape, or...? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of lineup changes. Uh, speaking of The System Has Failed, Mustaine's son, Judas, and daughter, Electra, sounds like metal band yeah. child names, both appeared in the music video for the album is Die... Dead enough. I'm naming my kids Kumquat and Rapscallion. I'm gonna like, go with fuck this shit. I'm gonna go with Megatron, <laughs> Megatron and Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime's already taken. Is it? Yeah. Like, who? Some military dude. That makes sense. Yeah, he wins. Whatever. Uh, Megadeth has received nine Grammy nominations over the years, but have never won one. Won one. It's not surprising. Shame on your Recording Academy. Uh, number 19, while he was out of Megadeth, bassist David Ellefson formed the metal tribute supergroup Hale, featuring Tim Ripper or it. Can we go back to the last one? They were nominated nine times? Yeah, but they never won one. Interesting, because Metallica has actually won nine times, while being nominated 23, mind you. But So the amount of times that they've been nominated, Metallica has won. Okay, just... I'm just making notes money, as I go. Money talks. Uh, last one. Dave Mustaine is a certified black belt in Taekwondo. And you... Uh, Ukadokan karate? He's going to have to to fight so off all the haters. That's my... Very nice. Fun facts for you. Very respectable nine nominations, though. Very nice. Okay. Now to... Ba-dum-bum. Now to... Uh, what we got first? What's our first event? We have a few quizzes to throw you guys into Ooh. for some more poops and giggles. So let's, let's get your knowledge all up and running here. No, so you're fine. This, I, I, don't, I don't do well under pressure. This is why I usually ask the questions. <laughs> Since I'm always the one being quizzed, I'm always the... I know more. I'm telling you, me. I know more about Metallica than I do Megadeth. Well, maybe you can... Um, it's going to be... Have we made this clear, by the table. way? Like, in case, like, the listening audience is confused. Like, so this is going to be a debate, Metallica versus Megadeth. Marcus is actually on the Metallica side you of the table. And talk he's about green. yourself in the third person. Yes. Just in case you don't know who's talking. <laughs> yeah, like me. Me. That's Marcus. He's talking. Metallica. Do you smell what the Marcus is cooking? Yes. Mama, the hungry. Are you cooking? I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, I'm starving. We'll talk about food right now. <laughs> <laughs> and our uh, the opinion himself has got well, he's gonna try his best to defend Megadeth. That's I all. Know. I just want to make sure that we, you know, that the lines have my, been drawn. My, my targets are going below the belt. <laughs> he is. He's actually kind of mean. <laughs> Slapping that wiener around. I'm just trying to be fun and playful, and like Jay just, Jay just gets. I apologize. Three overnights in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No sleep. All right, man. Quiz away. <laughs> All right, so this quiz I actually made myself because the one I had was, you know, dumb. Um, I picked 21 songs. It's a mix of Metallica and Megadeth. Yep. I'm going to name the song. Are you going to tell me if it's Metallica or Megadeth? Are we going back and forth? No. So do we need flashcards for this? You can you can pull them out if you want. Now we're whipping stuff out. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> 
caught in the wheel of the chair. Shit. Ow, 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 ow. I got an A and a B. You get an A and a B. Um, a will be Metallica and B will be Megadeth. And and what we can do is Asshole whoever gets it. Yeah. And if you uh, if you get it right, if you can name the album, you get a bonus point. Ooh. Okay. And I have my little thing here. Are you guys ready? <clears throat> yes. No. Let's do. First song, "The Frayed End of Sanity." Is it Metallica or Megadeth? It is Metallica. Can you name the album? You get one shot, so. Okay, I did pick Megadeth on that one. Ride the Lightning. Nope. It's Injustice. Hmm. Okay, okay. Numero dos. It's gonna be tricky. I'm, I'm nervous. Bite the head. Oh, hmm. Nine Inch Nails, but. <laughs> um, it was well, a trick question. It well, was in that case, hand. In that case, thank you for the hint. You guys are both correct. It is yes. Megadeth. Yes, it's it, because, of, because of the hint. I appreciate that. Now, can you guys name the album it's off of? Bite the hand. Over here. Peace out. Endgame. Rub. Did Megadeth put out albums? Did they have discs? Actually, more, like, more than Metallica. Tri- triple the amount. I was going to say more than Metallica. Dude, did. Quantity is not mean quantity. Just saying. You've been retired. For Just think of that number later. Like when we talk about when we start talking numbers. Third, third song. <clears throat> Five Magics. Uh, I got. Well, I got. I got like. No, it's not ringing a bell. I'm going. It is Megadeth. You were correct. Yep. Can you name the album? I'm gonna go with uh, self-titled for the album Five Magics. <laughs> no, it is uh, Rust in Peace. That's what I meant. That's what. That's what I meant. I feel like you should have like an album list. You guys of are tied. tied now. You guys are tied two and two. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Next. Yep. Oreo, you, Oreo. I think it's funny that I got uh, that I got a Metallica. Yeah, and you, you got a Megadeth song that I did. The song is Orion. No, no, it's not. AKA Orion. Metallica. Orion. Orion I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> this song is called Oreo. Oreo, Orion. How it's spelled? Okay. Side note. I went to culinary school, and not reading fantastic school. Fantastic acoustic group, Rodrigo y Gabriela. Mm-hmm. Do a phenomenal cover. Yeah, it's an instrumental of song. Of Orion. Uh, yes. Now, can anyone name Master the Master Puppets? Master Puppets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that puts four and three. Should have been gone. So that be for feeling. Five and four. No. You get the the album. I didn't yeah. get the album. I got the you were two and two, and then you got each oh, got one, and then he two. got the yeah. Because uh, you were tied. Never mind. All right. Now, if, if you guys get this one wrong, I'll be really mad. Battery. Nope, it's Megadeth. I'm just kidding. Nice! <laughs> Can anyone name the album? Uh, Master of Puppets. Maybe the greatest album of all time, just saying. So that puts four and six. Marcus at six. You were it was four. a good album. I can't argue that. It's pretty, fa- it's pretty fucking fantastic. It's, it's, it's a great album. Next song is Bullet to the Brain. You're both correct. Can you name the album? Uh, Bolt to, Bolt to the Brain, self-titled. <laughs> I don't know the album titles. I'm going to be fucked with the opponent's points. Uh, just, you're winning, so... Like, at least I gave it a shot. That's yes, all I'm dystopia saying. Dystopia is correct. 6-7. Oh, 
<laughs> hey, next is my world. Gotta be. Nope. Talica. Oh. Off of Saint Anger. Oh, that's probably why. <laughs> Actually, I don't. Curveball. <laughs> <laughs> that whole album. Fuck. Like a sinker. Okay. Like you could have said Saint Anger, I would have been like. Hmm. <laughs> um. I, I do have black spots in my memory. Wake up, dead. Uh, Megadeth, Megadeth, Megadeth is correct. Yep. Do we know the album? Megadeth. Uh, Wake up, dead. Self-titled album. This is gonna be right at least once today. I don't think they have a self-titled album. Uh, or title track, I should say. It's called title track. There you go. I want to say Rust in Peace, but I don't think it is. No, Peace Cells. Damn it. Rust in <laughs> Peace, Peace Cells. Close. Let's get off the Peace peace War. Jesus Christ. Peace and carrots. Uh, set the world afire. A fire. I spelled A fire. One word. That is a Megadeth song. Ooh. On So Far, So Good. Oh, did you get that wrong too? Interesting. Uh, next is Phantom Lord. Wait a minute. Is that a trick question? <laughs> no. That's a song, actually. Hmm. I'm going to reluctantly go Megadeth on that one. Metallica. Yeah, I see. I Ride the lightning. Fuck. Kill them all. Kill them Damn all. It. Kill them all. I was just looking at the album. I fucked up. Don't be cheating over there. No, I like. No, it's not like that. <laughs> I knew you guys, that. You guys I knew tired. that. That's why I said reluctantly. Like, damn it. I was like, this is like a curveball. Moth into flame. Dave Mustaine wrote that song. Moth into flame. Well, the newer one. Metallica. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Can you name the album? Moth into flame. Oh. Fuck! You, I'm, I'm really Come mad on. that you didn't know this. Reloaded? Reload, reloaded. Hardwired. Hardwired. It's fucking it's new. the new one. Oh. Damn it, Marcus. Sorry, Next song, Mama Said. Oh. That is Metallica. It is Metallica. Do you know the album? And that is And Justice for All. Nope, that is Load. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. Uh. Next. Enter. I said that so confidently too. That makes me sound so much more. Enter. Yeah. The arena. Nah, it's pretty. Yeah. That's a long. You know, I'm going. It is the Megadeth song. Can you name the album? Uh, Self-titled album on Enter (laughs) Arena. Or Arenas. Title track album for (laughs) (laughs) Enter. I wish I knew at least. Wait, wait, Rust in Peace. uh, Rust in Pieces. Piece of Rust. Any other stupid album name they came up with? No point. Get out of here. Risk. You guys are tied. 10 and 10. Mm. If you guys don't get this next one, I'll be really mad. Okie dokie. Trapped Under Ice. What the hell are you going to be mad about? So confused. Psycho Stick actually covered this song. It's Metallica. Can you name the album? I'm gonna go Saint Anger. Well, I didn't know the song existed. Uh, Ride the Lightning. Fuck you it. were correct. <laughs> oh, I was about <laughs> to get Ride the Lightning at one point. Not even the right, right decade. Jesus Christ. Next song, Gears of War. 
or like running out of Megadeth is correct. Can we name the album? Risk. Cryptic writings. <laughs> nope. Rust in peace. United Abominations. Yeah, that was the next one I was thinking. Next song is Escape. But yep, Metallica is correct. Can you name the album? Um. No, Escape was on, um... Did Ride the Lightning? Did Ride the Lightning? Fuck yeah. So you... <laughs> Next song is The Skull Beneath My Skin. <laughs> Don't make it up. Correct. Make it. Name the album. Risk. <laughs> I learned an album name. Cryptic Writings. Killing is my business. <laughs> Ooh, new one. That's the first one. Killing is my business. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Judas Kiss. Well, I'm going B with that one, too. Man, that's actually one of my favorite Metallica songs, so you have both wrong. Interesting. Next song, Kingmaker. Yep. Megadeth is correct? Yep. Can you name the album? Uh, I want to say Cryptic Writings, just to get it out of the way. <laughs> nope. <laughs> going Rust in Peace. Super Collider. It's a new one. If they didn't have so many, we'd have better odds. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> uh, two left. Woo! Uh, next one is Tornado of Souls. Yeah, that doesn't sound like an A. That's <laughs> Megadeth. Can you name Nothing about that sounds like A. You know why? Because it's lame. It's going to be cryptic writing. Cryptic writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Risk. Is it Rust in Peace? Oh, fuck, that was my second answer. <laughs> okay, you guys are tied. We have one song left. Ding, ding, ding. Of Wolf and Man. Oh, oh. come on. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he was so confident. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. I, I don't I recall that ever wrong. being... That is a Metallica song. Oh, Fuck my, my life. life. Can you name the album? That's got to be Hardwired. No. Um... Okay, that's a uh, two. So, is it a black? Is it black album? This is a black album. Really? Yep. It's like the, the second to last song. I couldn't remember. I was like, is it the album after the black? Album? All right, nicely done. So that Ju was the winner of that one. And eighteen answer, to sixteen. Answering mostly Metallica questions, right? All right. <laughs> I think it was. I thought it was funny that he answered the Megadeth one and you answered the Metallica one. <laughs> so I have two quizzes set up for you guys. I have a Megadeth quiz and I have a Metallica quiz. The um, there are two separate ones. We'll know what all the answers at the very end of the quiz. Are your choices are A, B, and C? Got it. You guys ready? Yes. Question one. Is this Metallica? Yes. Okay. Who were the members? Of Me- Sorry, Jesus. Who were the members of Metallica as of 2006? A. Your mom. Is James Hetfield, Lars, Jason, and Kirk? B is James Hetfield, Lars, Kirk, and Robert Terizo. And then C is Jason, Cliff Burton, Dave Mustaine, Lars. Wait, hold on. What was B again? Uh, James Hetfield, Lars, Kirk, and Robert something. We both go with B. Yes, because I knew Stead left after, um, after anger. So, okay, yeah. I think that answer. All right. Number two. Yep. How many albums does Metallica have? <laughs> A is 16. B is 9. Hang on. 
C is 10 or 11, depends on if you count Garoto Days Revisited. <laughs> now, it, it did say studio albums, correct? Just says albums. That's tough. Kind of a trick question right there. <laughs> What's with the eyeballs? Did you pick one? Wait, on you, man. Yeah. Oh, you won't be? Okay. Yeah. So you guys both went with nine. Okay. I didn't see it up. I apologize. It's question like up there, like question three. The question. Who were like the founders like of Metallica? This question again. Who were the founders of Metallica? Mm-hmm. James Hetfield and Lars. James Hetfield and Kirk. Jason Newstead and Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Guess, guess both today. Wouldn't it be nice if we... Sorry. Wrong song. I apologize. Or is it? Number four. Who created Metallica's artwork? A. Pinhead. Which album? Pinhead. <laughs> B. <laughs> Pusshead. Uh-huh. Or C. Pushhead. Hmm. Like this one because... Jay goes with Pushhead. Marcus goes with Pinhead. The Cenobite from Hellraiser. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. Like, this is going to be a random question. Like, what artwork? <laughs> like, what are they talking about? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just went with the one that sounded most like. I know Pinhead's a Cenobite from Hellraiser. I actually, don't remember, I, I actually don't remember knowing any of that information. <laughs> <laughs> what year was James Hetfield born? A, 1963, B, 2008, C, 1967. Wait. You say 2008? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't make this quiz, okay? What time? Maybe. 1963, 2008, or 1967. So Jay goes with 67, Marcus goes with 63. He's only 16 years old when Kill 'em All came out, huh? Whatever. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, he'd be 16 years old if he was born in 2008. It'd be 16 years old, like, now. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> I went back to the future and created me- metal awesomeness. Right, Scott, Marty? <laughs> uh, number six. We get my DeLorean <laughs> driving. <laughs> Lars, we forgot to go get James. Where we're going. He we slept don't... with your mother. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. Had to be in there. Had to be in there. Sorry. Uh, number six. Is James Hetfield the co-founder, the founder, or you have no idea? <laughs> <laughs> well, local historians <laughs> once said. Wait, what was it? Founder, co-founder, or I have no idea? This quiz is interesting. The quiz we lost was way better. I'm just saying. Like, I don't even. <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, this is far more entertaining. What were the options again? Founder, co-founder, or I have no idea. Okay, those. T- Are you okay? I feel like there should be points for I have no idea. I don't think we. Lo- I think we lost our moderator. We don't have a host anymore. I'm guessing you answered B. Did so you answer B? You, uh, you, answered B. Can you get that one right? If you answer right, <laughs> that's my thought. Like I have no idea. It's not wrong or right. I mean, you know. If like, I say I have no idea and you mark me wrong, I can call you a racist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, founder or co-founder, pretty much. <laughs> um, this sounds like this is turning into a whiskey day, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, I, I, okay. Yeah, okay. Whiskey uh, in the jar. I think it's somewhere. It's right there. Oh, I see it. I saw it when it came in. I mean, what? 
<laughs> so, A, A then you don't fucking know. B, co-founder or C, founder? Wait, what happened? The question. Oh, are we still on that one? Yes. No, I'm still, I'm, I go back to my original Co-founder. Answer. Yeah. Yes. Yes and yes. You both say co-founder. What? Okay. Wipe the tears from your face. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't... This is like the last episode when I was laughing at the Muppet song. That was a great song, and I have told the people Muppet about Bohemian it. Rhapsody. Yes, it was awesome. Okay, so are you guys ready for the for the next question? I can't wait. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Metallica's co-pilot? Uh huh. Who is Metallica's co-pilot? Founder. <laughs> is it Lars, James, or Kirk? So if you didn't know the wait, the no, wait a minute. no, because it could be two answers. I think this this might be just yes, I understand that. Just, but technically speaking, uh, dude, shit. we're not here to critique the quiz. We're just trying to have a segment here. So this is fun. <laughs> I'm glad we picked this one. This How many questions in this, is in this catastrophe? It's like is this like uh, a thirty catastrophe. ten? <laughs> All right, we're fine. Jesus. Okay, uh, <laughs> Number eight. How did James figure out the first few notes of Nothing Else Matters? He played them on his pubic hairs. Hey. <laughs> Good lord. Everybody's gonna think we're drunk already. We're like oh, 20 geez. minutes in the recorded material. Okay, A. He was talking on the phone while he was playing. B. He learned it when he was a teenager. C. Is he just as that good? I actually think it's this. His pubic hairs? You're gonna go with that he learned as a teenager. What else is really interesting about the first few notes of Nothing Else Matters? He was on the phone. It's the top string and the three bottom strings of the guitar completely open. I don't know what that means. Do, do, do. All you have to do is hit the string. Oh, so he was lazy. No, it's fucking poetic because, <laughs> like, he's. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're the first one to come up with it, like, you're cool. But he wasn't. You don't think the you guy think who invented copyrighted the nothing else matters? You don't think the guy who invented the guitar Are you on was the first that? one who went Anyway, moving on. Ding. <laughs> these questions. I, sh- I should have pre- pre-read these. <laughs> I really should have. I feel terrible. Uh, number nine. Do you pronounce Lars's name Ulrich or Ulrich? A. I don't know. B. With a C-H or a C with a C-K. <laughs> Marcus says C-H. I was always. And you guys. Uh, you I like C-H. how you're repeating it over and over again to make sure. <laughs> Lars Less. Ulrich. Ulrich <laughs> stuff. Ulrich. Are you ready? Number 10. Is Kirk Hammett Metallica's original lead guitarist? A. No. B. Yes. See, maybe. Maybe. I want points for like the, the, the middle okay. of the Okay, this actually depends how far back in history they go, but... Well, it's just original, so... Uh, uh, you guys gonna go both with no? They settle for Kirk Hammett later. Because they... It was, um... It was like the leather straps and something something album Let's that they see. came out with when they were underground. Jay, you answered 5 out of 10. Marcus, you answered 4 out of 10. Booyah! (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's see. Okay, so uh, the original members were James, Lars, Kirk, and uh, Robert. So you guys got that right. Uh, the albums was actually the um, the ten or eleven. Was it was the correct answer on that? Okay. See, oh, I know that, 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 that was that was a silly that, question. That, that's bullshit because uh, that's why I was right last album. time. <laughs> studio no. Because studio albums is... <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm moving on. Uh, who were the founders of Metallica? You guys were right, James and Lars. Who created the, the artwork was actually Pushhead. Or Pushhead, technically. So, so you guys are both wrong. The one I thought was stupid. Uh, the year it was born was 63, so you were right. Uh, Marcus is right, I should say. Um, is James Hetfield the co-founder? The founder... James Hetfield is the founder. Okay. And then who was Metallica's co-founder, Lars? Uh, I understand. Now that and then works. Lars was the co-founder. So we got, I guess it was backwards. Uh, how did James figure out the first notes? He was on the phone. So you got that right. Um, the, the, actually, the correct answer is Rick CK. So you guys are both wrong on that one. Oh, Rick. Uh, Kirk Hammock was not. Lars Ulrich. Yeah, that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said it over and over too That's the problem <laughs> uh, Kirk was not The original guitarist So Jay that puts you ahead. I mean Not we got the points actually matter We both get that right then right? Yes Yes you both got that right Alright Alright moving on To the Megadeth quizzes. quiz <clears throat> Megadeth quiz not. This one seems a little better uh, So A, B, C, D <laughs> I won't I won't get I'll giggly this one Yeah right you know what was really annoying about that last one is I had two quizzes going at the same time, but like ABC on one was different than ABC on the other. They were swapped around, so I'm like, wait a minute. I had to like go and actually find your actual answer. Oh, they scrambled them? Yeah. I was like, shit, that would be like terrible. Just have the same answer. <clears throat> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Megadeth quiz. You guys ready? It's too bad. I, thought, I think I did really well in the first one. I think you did too. It's probably right. Don't matter though. Nope. Because I was not a subscriber. <laughs> Scrimmages don't count. It's all the base and asterisk <clears throat> now. I wanted to know if it was ass glass or whatever. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> all right. Question one. Who was supposed to become Megadeth's vocalist? Uh, A, Joey Belladonna. It's Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> That's what I thought it too. <laughs> kid. Belladonna. Joey Bag of Donuts, kid. Uh, B, David Ellefson. B, Sean Harris, or D, John Bush. Oh, it's ABCD. Yep. Good song, by the way. Are we going to get to the end of this and not be able to get the results? We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> Should I pause? Nicely done. Should I pause now? Nope. Sure? Okay, we're yep. just flying with it? All yep. Right. I'm going there. So Marcus says David Ellefson, and Jay says Sean Harris. Number two, no Megadeth song was included on... The Last Action Hero soundtrack, End of Days soundtrack, Mortal Kombat Annihilation soundtrack, Universal Soldier, the Soldier, the Return soundtrack. Call. Jay says B. Marcus says C. So Jay says End of Days, and then uh, Marcus says Mortal Kombat. All I know of the Mortal Kombat soundtrack is Mortal Kombat. Three, the Spanish version. Immortals. Yeah, whatever. The, uh, the Spanish version of Trust was released on A. I can't even say this. The Argentinian edition of Cryptic Writings. See? You were waiting for this one. 
the Chilean edition of cryptic writings. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't make these. Almost honest single or trust singles. <sighs> okay. Start from the question and go with the answers again. Spanish version of Trust was released on Do we speak a, Spanish in Argentina? The Argentinian edition of Cryptic <laughs> Writings B. The Chile- Chilean edition of Cryptic Writings C. Almost Honest quote-unquote singles and Trust quote-unquote singles Hey, right, here's my final answer Marcus is going with the Chilean sea bass I, Do they even speak Spanish in Argentina? Okay <laughs> like, I don't Jay know. is going with the Argentina. trust singles. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. Uh, what was the maiden name of Dave Mustaine's wife? Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Left. <laughs> oh. With uh, any hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gross. For the record, we haven't even broken out the whiskey yet. So. <laughs> we're only like two beers in. Like we're uh, not even. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so A Foley, B Clayton, C Celestberry, <laughs> or D Middle. So he's just giggling as I was earlier. I'm gonna go with the weird one. Calisberry, Celestberry, Mama Celestberry. I mean, like callus on my hands, Berry. I second that motion. Okay. You guys are both going. <laughs> you have no fucking idea. We suck. Oh, shit. During the recording of No More Mr. Nice Guy, yeah! <laughs> uh, Megadeth's second guitarist was Chris Poland, Marty Friedman, Sport Thompson, or none of the above. Oh, the one that I've actually recognized before. Chris Poland, Marty Friedman, or Sport Thompson. I'm glad they wrote none of the above and I don't know. Uh, Jay's going with Marty Friedman, and Marcus is going with Marty Friedman. (laughs) Number six. Al Petrelli never played with. Uh, A. Sabotage. Uh, B. Alice Cooper C. Nazareth or D. Asia Oh, this, this is, is a, a trick question This is a, this is a, this is a trick question Hey, want to say those again? Do you want the question too? Or just the answers? Just the answers uh, Sabotage for A Alice Sav- Cooper Sabotage with a V Sabotage with a V um, Trans-Siberian B. Alice Cooper you, folks. Uh, C. Nazareth And you're going... So uh, Jay's going with Asia and Marcus is going with Sabotage. And that's, that's true. Trans-Siberian Orchestra no. Sabotage. Liar. Liar is a song against A. James Hetfield B. Chris Poland C. Max Norman or D. Kirk Hammett. Yeah, it's got to, you know, there's got to be some bitter shit going. Ah, ooh, hold on. Hold on. Hmm. Mm. What were the choices again? Uh, James Hetfield, Chris Poland, Max Norman, or Kirk Hammett. Okay, uh, Marcus is going with Mr. Hetfield, and Jay is going with Chris Poland. All right, these boots was re-recorded for the Dude soundtrack, Shocker soundtrack, 
Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey soundtrack or Super Mario Brothers soundtrack? One more time. Shit. Dudes soundtrack, Shocker soundtrack, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey soundtrack, or the Super Mario Brothers soundtrack? So Marcus is going with Bill and Ted, and Jay is going with the Dudes. All right, number nine. The tentative name for the MD-45 project was A, Smoking Gun, B, Return to Hangar, C, Mastermind, or D, Ecstasy. So, Marcus says Ecstasy, Jay says Mastermind. <clears throat> so far, so good. So what went platinum in? 1988, 1992, 1994 or 1998? <laughs> <laughs> you're going, both going with 88. Hey. Woo, I have a chance. You're telling me this is a chance. So you're telling me you know there's a chance. This is Marcus and this quiz. Which song <laughs> is an instrumental? Duke Nukem theme. Into the Lungs of Hell. Wake Up Dead. Silent Scorn. It sounds pretty instrumental. You guys both go with Silent Scorn. Sounds pretty instrumental to me. Number 12. Set the World Afire begins with a fragment of a song by A. Inkspots B. The Chocolatiers C. Johnny Otis Orchestra or D. Ella Fitzgerald Fuck it, no. That's not an answer. This isn't the last quiz. Alright. <laughs> He's going with Ella Fitzgerald Marcus and Jay is going with The Inkspots. Uh, number 13, Megadeth never opened for A, Metallica B, Diamond Head C, Motley Crue And D, Iron Maiden I feel like this is a trick, trick question too Why are you looking at me like this? Skippy okay. Squirrel, what's your occupation? I'm a squirrel What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Say do not <laughs> Marcus says Dolly Parton Wait, what? <laughs> I would watch that show. <laughs> uh, they both went with Metallica. Uh, the phrase, your tongue twists per- perverse. Perverse. Try that again. Your tongue twists perverse comes from uh, A, Hangar 18, B, a tout le monde, C, Tornado of Souls, <laughs> or D, She Wolf. Oh. I'll go with one you can pronounce. Donde? Donde esta? El Bio. Biblioteco? Biblioteco. I don't know what's it. Gato Fuego with me pantalones. I really don't know what's going on. Oh, si, grande. Are we getting tacos or not? What's going on? (laughs) Taco, taco. Um, (laughs) Jay is going with She Wolf, and Marcus is going with the one I cannot pronounce. (laughs) Me. That boy. Uh, The first Megadeth demo was entitled. Last rights, Rattlehead. I'm gonna assume that's supposed to say chosen ones, but this is chosen one. And thrashing to Megadeth. One more time. Uh, last rights, Rattlehead. Chosen ones, thrashing to Megadeth. So Jay says Rattlehead. Marcus says thrashing to Megadeth. <clears throat> Why not? Yeah. Why the fuck not? Uh, deluxe edition of Killing Is My Business album was remastered by uh, Dave Mustaine, 
Bill Kennedy, Tom Baker, or Dan Huff? <clears throat> Mind you, that's Dan with two N's. It really fucking makes a difference. Then, hey. Hey. Hey, hey, Dave Mustaine, is both your guys' answers. Makes sense. Uh, a riff from Hangar 18 is similar to a riff from Metallica's A, For Whom the Bell Tolls, B, The Colic uh, Thulu, B, Motor Breath, I'm sorry, C, Motor Breath, or D, The God That Failed. Or, go ahead. Or they again. Um, for Whom the Bell Tolls, The Colic Thulu, Motor Breath, The God That Failed. You guys both say B. Call it Cthulhu. Call it Cthulhu. 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 Something they used to open every set with. Um, the what was show, I should say. What was David Ellefson's first band? Panic, Killers, Headstone, The New Yorkers. <clears throat> so Jay says Headstone and Marcus says Panic. Not to be confused with Panic and the Disco. Yeah, I was going to say. Or The Killers. Not to be confused with The Killers. Uh, Number 19. Who did not co-write any Megadeth song? Sean Harris, Brian Howe, Bud Prager, or Rice Fulber? I don't even know who any of these people are. (laughs) What letter do you want? One more time. Sean Harris, Brian Howe, or Hoa. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, Bud... (laughs) Prager or Prager, I guess. Or Rise Fulber. <clears throat> Marcus says false. <laughs> it just went with true. <laughs> Martin Filbert. We're going to deal with choice that one. Go ahead and pick up a spot for me. <laughs> okay. You got C. Filbert nuts. Uh, Jade goes to the Rise Fulber. Last question. <clears throat> Thank God. Storm Torgerson. On the battleship, <laughs> did not make any album artwork for Pink Floyd, The Cranberries, Sepultura, or Anthrax. All right, well, one more time. Pink Floyd, we actually get the Cranberries, actually Sepultura or oh. Anthrax. Yeah. We got double cranberry action. She doesn't need him. Rest what, in peace. What's her name? Shut up. <laughs> uh, Jay got 10 out of 20 Marcus got Marcus got 15 out of 20 2 <laughs> What? <laughs> good kid you plugging good. My, Are you plugging my answers in correctly? <laughs> yes. How many did he get? 2 <laughs> Shut the fuck up 2 <laughs> 2 out of 20 <laughs> It says your knowledge of Megadeth is rather pathetic <laughs> Uh, Jay's, you said you you know pretty much, but there's so many things you could learn. That was nice, funny. <clears throat> All right, now go into the serious notes. So this is like the silliest fucking. So, so thing. does that put me three quizzes up to none? Had to go fucking ass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now those those suck ass, and I apologize. So, now we're going to go a little more into the, de- the debate here. Uh, we used our, our sister uh, top ten sites. The top tens. I picked uh, the top five albums of both both sides. Um, and what, I, what we're going to do is one through five. The uh, 
the first one on each are gonna their albums. The top five albums on each <clears throat> each band. So we're gonna do a versus between all five of them. You each gotta defend your album to explain. Sound good? Yes. Now, number one is gonna be Kill 'em All versus Rust and Peace. I'm sorry, ignore me on that one. Kill 'em All versus Endgame is what we're gonna start with. Quite easy. Original. Very first Kill 'em All was like the stepping stone for thrash metal. Which we'll get. We'll give Dave Mustaine his props. I mean, he was there, so he knows the epicness that could have been the epicness. No, he helped create the epicness. Mm. Like what? One song? Maybe two? I mean, you have to. You have to go original with that one, unfortunately. So, 1983, Kill 'Em All. I mean, you got Motorhead, Seek and Destroy, which is like, I mean withstands the test of time. Like, everybody knows what Seek and Destroy is. If, like, Seek and Destroy starts playing on a jukebox anywhere in America, everybody knows what that is. Oh, yeah, let's not go that far. Anywhere in America? Well, I'm, I'm obviously... Little Cuba, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> talking about places that have electricity, okay? Everybody's calm down. <laughs> my Little Epiphone, Cuba, my Florida. My phone doesn't get this. If I went to Florida, Massachusetts, I'm sure we can know what Secret Destroy is. It exists. Look it up. It's where, uh, it's like sandwich. It's where Mount Greylock is. Is that like Castle Grayskull? It's the highest peak in Massachusetts. See, look at all the fun facts. So much fun facts. I don't know. It's not, it's not, even, a, it's, it's not even a debate. You're talking about an album that actually like paved the way for like for, for thrash metal. I believe it's actually considered the, the, the start of thrash metal. And, I mean, you can give Dave Mustaine all the credit in the world that he want, but, I mean, the fact is, he... No. Maybe the kid was, like, a little... Maybe the kid was a little bitch, and nobody wanted to work with him, so they're like, whatever. I have a feeling there was probably some some head bashing between them. I mean, look I'm who sure. you have. You have a, too many Chiefs, not enough Indian kind of deal, and... Especially, you know... Uh, Fire James, back! Yeah, pretty much. James being the... Uh, and I mean, what's the this album? That, what's this album that we're comparing this to? Like, what, uh, Endgame a, would be the other one. Endgame, so kill okay. Kill them all in Endgame. So I mean, that's you, number five on the the top. Gotcha. Jay, anything on your end? I think I go with hits alone. I mean, Four Horsemen was not, is well known. Motor I Breath. I feel is like well I'm known. I'm I'm debating against myself. Okay. On this album. Well, good. With these these two, because it, 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 I feel like Dave Mustaine still being a part of Metallica on this first album. And, 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 and he had writing foundation. credit. Dave Mustaine had writing credit on this album. Okay, so you're suggesting that I'm suggesting exactly what I'm suggesting. He had writing studio? credit. Writing writing credit. Okay. That 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 means he. What do you mean? Okay, come on. Wrote <laughs> songs on the album. He wasn't just a bystander who played what they told him to play like he actually created right but how many tunes I'm, it's well documented what is it it's the four horsemen the four, four horsemen's the only one i know <clears throat> and he's a so big if he writes one. if he writes four horsemen if he actually of. right so if he writes it could have been something like so simple if you wrote one chorus to one song you give the guy writing credits otherwise you get sued it yeah. doesn't mean he's responsible for 
I mean, I'll give him credit. He's an awesome knockoff artist. So, like, after somebody else, great, actually write something. Because he couldn't write Four Horsemen without the help of Leonard Skinner. So somebody great had to come prior to in order for Dave Mustaine to make something even, quote-unquote, greater. So his writing credit, maybe I should give the writing credit to Leonard Skinner. Maybe they should be, like, writing credit for, for, um... Kill them all. I mean, let's all be honest. Let's like, let's let's call it as we see it. That's correct. We are a radio show. We are we're all, we are the game of hearing. So I mean, the game of hearing. You, it's okay. You got two albums. You got one that actually like paved the way the, the way of like thrash metal through time. Now, granted, the, in and all the honesty, guy whose the two, album the, I'm arguing with you against is part of that foundation. So if you go punch for punch, I can probably name off the top of my head five songs off of Kill 'Em All that are iconic. What's on Endgame? Anybody gives a damn. You tell me. That's a. I had to actually look it up because I didn't know it existed until it was brought up. So, song about that. <laughs> the problem is somebody's gonna open his mouth in a couple of seconds and kind of be like, Ugh. like if I've ever heard a lead singer that like didn't sound like he was puking on himself the whole time, like this is. That's funny because he's actually brought up as better vocals than James Hetfield. Oh, see, that's... that's Because he actually has a range of emotion (laughs) in his songs. He has a range of emotion. You can tell when he's It's hurt and terror. His whole life is hurt and terror. I'm growling on a a ball gag. So I'll go back to my previous point. Like, obviously, like, you know what? You got two albums that are, like, actually decades apart. So, I mean, they're they're obviously not... We're not talking apples to apples here. And the fact is, it's... So this is, like, number five, I'm guessing, going up to number one. Correct. So Endgame ends up being Megadeth's fifth most popular album, and it took them how many years to get there? Well, considering it was their first album. Endgame? I got Endgame in 2009. Yeah, that's what I was it? Oh, my bad. So that means that we had to suffer through 20 years of bullshit crap in order for them to come up with their fifth most popular album, where Metallica actually opens... Is Is this list based on sales? It is, it is just a poll. It's probably it's a poll. A, it's it's a, a fan, top ten. Either a fan, yeah. It's a fan it's poll. Off the top I'm curious. Yeah. It's a fan poll. So your your beloved Megadeth fans are telling you that it took them eighteen years to come up with one of their top five albums, where Metallica opens up with it. They're like, "Look at us in our glory. Check out our eternal with the guy." Who is on this okay, list. I'm not gonna. I'm not discrediting the fact that he has writing credits. Later. I actually just want to know exactly what he wrote. On so it. because if he was four horsemen, kill them all. So he had to borrow from Leonard Skinner the four no, horsemen. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. So we're we're saying that we're putting the album that you say laid the foundation for thrash music against Megadeth's fifth most popular album. So. The they album that laid the foundation for thrash music against their fifth most popular album. That took them 20 years to produce. Their fifth. 20 years to produce. Laid the foundation. 20 years to produce. Fifth. So I had to listen popular. to 18 years of garbage in order for them to come up with their fifth most popular album. With something that compared to the foundation of thrash music. Okay, you keep saying that like that's not a, a historical fact. What is the first thrash metal album in the history it, of the world? I would say that's E-pop and the Stooges. Anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to the uh, the number four albums here. Actually, can I can I can I just f- follow up yep. because I said I can name off the top of my head 
five albums from Kill 'Em All that actually, five that actually matter. You or five songs. I'm sorry, five yeah. songs. I'm, uh, the beers are on the same album. Seven, so seven. Nice. Five albums on this album killed everything. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> Give me four off of Endgame that matter. Don't look. I have to. <laughs> I have to. Exactly. I have to. Exactly. That's you know. As far as I'm co- concerned, that's poof. Hold on. How does? Considering I was told about this debate less than 24 hours ago. I decided on this debate less than 24 hours ago. Don't act like I've been researching this crap for like the last... I'm just saying. I worked an 11 and a half hour day today. Don't even start with me about that bullshit. I actually planned on like... Just saying. Dropping it like it's hot with research on this one and I got smoked by work. Gross. I want to be a dick. <laughs> Fake news. I'm just saying, off the top of my head, I can, I can, so you can destroy horsemen, anesthesia, motor breath, whiplash. Boom. Not even thinking about it, not even looking at it. I'm actually looking at your bullshit mega death crap. Just saying. It's an Xfinity yet. <laughs> Importante. I'm sorry. I, just, I got nothing. Exactly. Okay. Let's move on to the next albums. Now we have number four would be the Black Album versus So Far So Good So What? Fan poll, buddy. This is your Megadeth people. Let me look this up because I have no idea what yours looks like either. Here's actually my opening statement with the Black Album. I know like the Black Album actually enraged a lot of uh, original Metallica fans because <laughs> they said that this was like... But the see, it wasn't... The, the, this... Uh, I, I, sorry for interrupting. I don't think it was this album that enraged them. It was the fact that they stuck with this style. Well, the Black Album was supposed to be their first taste into actual heavy, like just heavy metal, not necessarily thrash. See, I don't even consider it heavy metal. It's hard rock. It crosses the, the bridge over into hard rock. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, there's now, the, the lack the, of oomph so in Black. Right. And I like the Black Album. So what's, what's interesting is, it's like, I, I would compare this to... Um, I'm not going to go with that comparison. I'm going to wipe that from my from my brain right now because that, that goes to a whole different spot. So here's a problem with this. So, like, everyone hated the Black Album. Everybody hated the Black Album. It might be one of the most played Metallica albums in the world. It might be more played than a lot of albums in the world. Yeah. Like, I would love to see the single play count for Enter Sandman versus oh, anybody, anything out there in the world. I would love to see the reference of Enter Sandman when it comes to whether I wouldn't it be even go with w- WWF. I'd go with Nothing Else Matters. Well, Nothing Else Matters, I mean, that was... In all honesty, is, is, I mean, Nothing Else Matters was created <laughs> because uh, Hetfield was actually writing a song for his girlfriend at the time, and he was alone in his studio, and the whole band like walked in and listened to him record this. He was playing down a track for his girlfriend. And they're all like, oh, that's... Awesome. Can we play with you? Like, let's put this together. Let's like put this again. So the man's like writing him, like writing a love song for a special lady. And Lars. <laughs> It'd be like like ghosts with the pottery, except it's the drum set. Yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> Mustaine's right hand. <laughs> That's the strong hand. It's got the right rhythm. Which means none. 
Like and you know what? It was, it, it was something different, and, you know, Nothing Else Matters probably got more radio play. Like, between Nothing Else Matters and Enter Sandman, like, more radio play. But you can't deny that this... was huge. I mean... You can't deny it. that, like, Enter Sandman, like, between movie references, I mean, go, go like, WWF <clears throat> star entrances and, like, <clears throat> music videos and walk-up psych-out videos and, like, stadiums and whatnot during sporting events. I mean... I don't know. The Unforgiven. The Unforgiven's a great song. My actually favorite Metallica song is actually called that. Um, so it's softer compared to the Thrash. It's it's not what they originally came out with. Like obviously it's not it's not Master of Puppets. I know what's coming up on the top of this list, which you you got you got you got albums of gods. Wherever I may roam. Come on, wherever I may roam is a great song. Uh, Sad but true is actually really good. The entire album is like. Top ten hits, mm-hmm. right? So, like all the people that say, "Oh, hate, 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 hate," love, 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 because I mean, for Christ's sakes. Oh, the fans were a lot of like hypocrites. A lot of people that were angry dropped down that cash and made that. Well, like you said, um, whatever was before it. And justice wrong. Yeah, thank you. Um, so. So the general public usually has like a thing when it comes to like change. So anytime you change, you're going to get like some lashback. But the problem is, as much as it changes, like it made them huge, huge, huge. 125 million million albums sold, 63 million in the U.S. alone. Like that's the catalog that we're talking about here. Versus 30 million over how many albums? 32. It's obviously an exaggeration. I mean, it took them 20 years to come up with one of their top fives. But... No, the top five. The number five. One of their top fives. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Number three, we Why? Have... Is it because yours sucks? <laughs> just say it. I just want to hear... We're gonna, we're I want to hear that dirty get, mouth say We're going to start getting up No, there, I'm so. just not familiar with the album. Like, I want to go album for album for, with you, but I got you. there are some... Megadeth so, albums I'm not fully aware of. Right, and and I have stated since the beginning of this Ill, podcast, irrelevant. I know more about Metallica than I do Megadeth. Well, that's a problem with irre- irrelevancy. Ill, ear, I can't say it. Irrelevant. <laughs> There's too many words in there. But because I know more about Metallica and less about Megadeth, We're flat. I'm Don't worry still about able to step back and go, Megadeth's a superior band. What's fan? Technically, what? <laughs> musically. What's the fan poll for number three? <laughs> uh, hang on. We'll, we'll, we'll do the open stuff after. Uh, so number three, we have Injustice for All versus Countdown to Extinction. Oh, bring it. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Fire! I gotta pee. This is my album. <laughs> well, by all means. No, 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 you start. Injustice for Album might be one of the most beautifully written like albums ever. Beautifully? Yes. Because this was um, absolutely 100% raw emotion. They just lost one of their key members of their band, like Cliff Burton, actually, like, just sacrificed. They found a very suitable, because uh, New- when Stu- Newstead was actually added, like, he was a very suitable replacement. But these guys were pissed. They were, like, scorned. Like, everything that they put in this album is, like, pure heart and soul. And some of my favorite Metallica songs of all time are on this album. And I would actually go right back to, like, one of the tracks is 
like this this would have been actually one of my b-sides on a couple episodes ago dyer's eve is one of the greatest metallica songs ever written did it get airplay it got a little but it not as much as it should have because i mean it's sharing it's sharing the stage with one it shared the stage with uh blackened it shared the stage with, stage with harvester of sorrows um, and how many of those appeared on mtv what do you mean appeared how many of those songs video wise just at all like video wise on mtv just at all i'm actually not aware of any of those being a video one i would say probably one but other than that no there probably wasn't any video but but i mean it's just like harvester like eye of the beholder like this whole album this album is actually like a start to finish for me i could actually start from track one and go all the way the same to the way end. for countdown to extinction that's fantastic how many videos did Countdown for Extinction have? Sweating Bullets, Countdown to Extinction, Symphony of Destruction. Um... Okay, can I talk about Symphony <laughs> of Destruction? If you want to talk about like one of the world's most overrated songs in the history of the world, when we first started a country, like a country band, we first started wow. a cover band. I feel like your po- political view is, is is no. They wanted to play Symphony of Destruction, and it's like you know you know what the problem with Symphony of Destruction is it's fucking annoying and it sucks. It was the truth. Truth about what? I don't get. I'm Foreclosure talking about music. of a dream. Something about like his balls explode. That's the only part I remember. <laughs> but no, the head explodes when he. I don't know. Whatever. I digress. But I mean, by all means, I would love to hear your take on your on your on your your beloved uh, death of Me- Mega. Countdown to Extinction was a seminal album in the decade it was released it did what music should do it wasn't strictly about making a sound that sounded good it was it touched upon things that were happening in the world it touched upon things that were affecting us globally not four guys in a studio so it just pisses me off so much for some reason I'm not trying to interrupt you. Just like because they allowed their bus driver to drink. I'll go back to my original point. Countdown to Extinction. Extinction came out when? Ninety-two. That's right. I was looking at the remaster. Ninety-two. Uh, I love this song. Countdown to Extinction. I love huh. this song. Oh, I see what they did. They had to keep uh, re-releasing their albums here. Oh, remastered? See, now, this will always be an opinion of mine. Like, this kind of goes back to, like, Pantera when we talk about Walk. Like, Walk, I, I didn't... I mean, I, I don't love Walk from Pantera. And I know, like, everybody will go to, like, the Sym- Symphony of Destruction. 92? I didn't know. Well, I it's hard to, it's hard to figure out because they remastered it. In 2004. It. They, they released it, like, once every decade because they couldn't come up with anything good <laughs> with their other albums. So they had to just keep, like, releasing. Some, or the fact that they actually go back and look at their stuff and go, maybe it could be better. Maybe it could sound a little bit technically better. Not... I would have bought once, but not I'm twice. I'm Lars, and I haven't practiced the drums in 40 years. <laughs> I maybe bought- I can sound better by not becoming better. We call that perfectionism. I, it's... Sidebar, is no more Mr. Nice Guy? Is that a cover? Yes, that- Alice oh. Cooper. I was going to say, it yeah, was uh, so it was the cover. Sh- it was originally off of the Shocker soundtrack. Okay, because I, 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 like, I know the great, song. Like, 
So Great I admittedly, yeah. I admittedly know. Obviously, I know Symphony of Destruction. I'm, I'm, I'm very critical of it. Unfortunately, like I said, I put it right up there in my category of like Walk by Pantera. Like everybody like glorifies these songs. I think they're garbage. I think this is one of the greatest albums ever written. Well, I'm talking about the song at the moment, Symphony of Destruction. The only other song in this album that I actually recognize would be Sweating Bullets. And I would just like to actually throw out there, I give, I take nothing away from the fact that Dave Mustaine can actually like play guitar. The guy is a phenomenal guitar player. He, he comes up with, like, I mean, very, like, Symphony of Destruction is popular because of my teeth. Because it has a catchy riff. Skin O, my teeth. Yeah, skin O, my teeth. That is why this song is popular. This was my life. Another good one. Psychotron was great. High Speed Dirt. High Doesn't Speed any, Dirt. I've never heard of any of these. Never, never. Never, yes, never, you never, have. never. Play them. Sandblaster. Play them. High, high, speed. high Speed Dirt. Oh. All right, listening audience in the background, we are listening to you. High Speed Dirt to see if Marcus actually remembers anything. Hey, kitty. I'm going to ask, does... does Dave Mustaine consider himself the lead guitarist? I don't think so. No? No. So he, he plays the same role as that guitar James, correct? Is, is this is the album that they needed to come out with to actually compete with like a kill em all kind of a thing, but it took them a little bit to get here. It has the same the same vocal sound as uh, kill em all. Right. It's so weird. they're stuck in a pass when like if you actually go back to 1988, which was four years prior to this album coming out, and Injustice for All coming out, like Metallica modernized the game. Modernized? Yeah, absolutely. The Black Album was going more modern than And Justice for All was. And Justice for All holds up today. One holds up today. Yeah, more than one holds up today. I mean, in all honesty, the ones that I love, like Blackened is a little bit dated. Even though I think it's a great tune, Dire's Eve nobody it's heard a, of, obviously. I, I and can't Justice for all is the fact that and Justice, and Justice for, all, for All is a great album. And Justice for All is the song itself is unfortunately too long, where it's not going to get the play that it deserves. Even though that song is epic, like something. Below. Oh, it got so much airplay though. It wasn't even funny. But I mean, if if, if you want to hold up the test of time, I mean, one one is it. There are bands today that are still covering that. Sure. There are bands that are covering Sweating Bullets, Skin on My Teeth. Weird how we don't hear about them, though. High Speed Dirt. Damn, damn, damn. But you got to go modern with it because, you know, like... Want some ginger beer? The up and coming is like corn. So you're a a Megadeth fan. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, 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 don't let him, don't let him, don't let him take your spirit. So, I mean, overall, I guess the point of my argument is, I mean... We can go. We, you, we can go punch for punch on like w- which one of these is greater because I, obviously, like each one of us is like defending a side. But there's no contest when you talk about injustice for all. There really isn't. There's just see, and I feel like this. Honestly, you said that, that we're on number three, right? Correct. I feel like this is this is Megadeth's best album. Now, granted, well, the fan poll. These are these are your fellow fans, I'm and they're probably more up on. The new stuff. So what does that mean for somebody who's defending somebody, the legacy of somebody versus? Because I feel okay. Because my entire argument, Megadeth versus Metallica, is Megadeth is a far better musically talented, vocally, technically, just overall. Depends how many things he had to borrow from others. Overall, his whole catalog can be scripted back to some somebody else, and. Honestly, so can Metallica's. 
considering they started it. They started this with catalog. the guy who you're arguing against. One song. No. Who borrowed from Leonard Skinner? Two, three <laughs> albums. He borrowed the one. Two, three song. albums. One song he borrowed. Two to three albums. We just had a quiz. He's borrowing songs from other <laughs> from, from the. The Metallica. Like, hey, I really like that Call of Tula that they play. So then the album where Metallica does all covers, that, so they didn't borrow from anybody when they did a cover album? Oh, buddy. This one's for you. A robot. <laughs> this is that great original skill. Damn. You think it hurts my soul? Right, it's fine. I'm just so I. I, I mean that that would have to go. I'll, I'll put a poll up if you want. It's like it's already up. What is? No, it, um, either injustice for all or uh, what's that piece of crap called? Countdown to extinction. Countdown to extinction. <laughs> Do you want to move on to the next one? We try, but he's probably never heard of it because who knows? Lay it on me. Number two would be Master of Puppets versus Peace Cells, but who's buying? You see, that's a shame because Master of Puppets, I feel, should be number one. But there's a lot of hard. I mean, the the hardos are probably going to go with the uh, Ride the Lightning. But there is one of the greatest. Ride the Lightning. What's up? Fade the Black was off Ride. It sure was. We'll talk about that in a little bit, though, because we got Master of Puppets right now. Not even looking at the album. I'm still looking at Countdown to Extinction. Uh, Battery. Orion. Got Master. No, it's Orion. <laughs> uh, Master of Puppets might be one of the greatest albums of all time. Sanitarium. Sanitarium has been covered by at least three other bands that I, I know can Bullet think of. Bullet does it. Bullet for My Valentine. Limp Biscuit did a version of it. Oh, Limp Biscuit. That's that's really that's setting the bar high. For... Yeah, that's actually crossing a genre. That's crossing from you're going from thrash from to shit heavy to, shit. to new metal. So corny shit to... So I got a whole new metal squad. So l- let me reiterate. 125 million albums lifetime versus like 38 million. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you, you just can't. There's no defense against Injustice for All and Master of Puppets. Like, it just doesn't... Metallica borrowed from Dream Theater. <laughs> doesn't even phase me. Not even a little bit. Oh, man. Damage Inc. Killer. That's actually a wicked awesome song. But... Be, you know, I don't even need I don't even need the whole catalog between battery, master puppets, and if I want to chill, welcome home, sanitarium. That's a, like that's a mic drop right there because. Wait, wait, hold on. From was it the, the song? Was it frantic? Lyrics from frantic. Tick 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 talk frantic. Tick 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 talk frantic. Tick 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 talk. I'm not gonna even lie. I don't even know. My lifestyle. Brother's pain. Third term is my death out. Life is pain. A rising tide. Death is pain. What is Frank? That pushes the other side. All is all the same. Song off that album. Which one? Saint Anger. What? What are we? I'm so confused now. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Save it for the end. We're not there yet. Go. Nope. Fuck that shit. Master of Puppets. We're talking about Saint Anger. Your argument is bullshit. Win all the quizzes you want. Every quiz. Every quiz that you want. Doesn't matter. I did win all the quizzes. Well, 
<laughs> Shit. He's right. Okay, so you just tried winning an argument by deflecting. So you brought up San Anger when we're talking about the greatness that is Master of Puppets. I'm suggesting... And that's a scare tactic. No, no, no. no, no that no. is a scare tactic. I'm suggesting you're like, that their okay, lyrical I style... I can't be... In comparison to Megadeth... not Master of Puppets! Their lyrical style, in comparison to Megadeth, is juvenile. Dude, don't even start. His juvenile. lyrics are so fucking stupid, it's not even funny. Like, might be... Like... So System of a Down is pretty epic, but they get some pretty stupid lyrics. Megadeth is like down to like number 99 of the dumbest lyrics ever made. Uh, okay. All right. Never heard the uh, No-No song either. Sorry. I'm going to ignore the fact that he's a Limp Bizkit fan. I am a Limp Bizkit fan. Thank you very much. Limp Bizkit's got a pretty fun catalog. so much about you. See, you're deflecting again. You're deflecting because you know what? I, you can't beat Master of Puppets. I just admit that. There isn't much that can. Exactly. Exactly. So conversation over. Number one. You want to go with the last one? Ride the Lightning versus Rust in Peace. Greatest song of all time is on Ride the Lightning, which is Creeping Death. Creeping Death. Interesting choice. Not Fade the Black. For Whom the Bell Tolls. All right. Creeping Death. Test of Time, and that came out in what, 84? Uh, Stone Sour, 85, 86, somewhere in that ballpark. I, I, I can't remember the exact. Let's see, 83 is Kill em All, so it must have been 85. Red Lightning was in oh, 84. Yeah. 84. Dave Mustaine was part of that album. How? When? Why? Where? That was the last album he worked with. <laughs> Stuck in my head now, sorry. Did he write Creeping Death? Hold on a minute. Will it change how you feel? No answer. <laughs> I said no. I said no. Absolutely not. Not even a little. All of Metallica's albums have been remastered too. <gasps> Wait, what was that argument? No, no, you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm done. Uh. See, I would, I would give Master of Puppets credit for being maybe one of the greatest albums. This might be one of the best songs. Creeping Death. You know what also Creeping Death does? Holds the test of time. It's not boring as fuck. It's not like Symphony of Destruction. It's your opinion. It's your opinion. Of course it's my opinion. That's <laughs> the whole point of this, isn't it? <laughs> uh. So Ride the Lightning, maybe one of the greatest songs, maybe one of the most iconic would Fade the Black, which nobody can deny that Fade the Black is absolutely beautiful. It's a great song. Great song. For Whom the Bell Tolls, if they didn't overplay the snot out of it on radio, and I'm not talking in 1984. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even talking 1984. I'm talking to current day. Current day, you cannot escape For Whom the Bell Tolls. No, you can't. Christ, our cover band played it for, for a smidge. But, and they came up with like their, their pretty much their anthem. Now I think they actually get away from this, uh, away from this tradition. But the uh, the call of the Cthulhu, 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 Cthulhu. They used to start every single concert with. Mm-hmm. Like every single concert used to start with that. Like you'd be sitting, the crowd lights would go out, that would play. So they kind of like identified their identity, I guess, as a as a live act. And again, I don't think they keep that tradition anymore, but. I mean, in all honesty, they, they as they got old, which all the bands have gotten old, like even Dave Mustaine, 
went on a radio interview for WAAF and saying it's like how oh, my hands kind of hurt and I get like really tired and like I can He's only do like so many steps. Like so many steps. like a hundred years old. Right. So like the Metallica guys, like they don't necessarily play all their intros anymore. They just come out like the meat and potatoes for the songs. I mean, I, I get that, but I mean, you you got to keep these old timers like fucking ticking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's the number one Megadeth again? Uh, rest in peace. Peace. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I, they're tough matchups. They really are because I understand like they're all from different, different. I mean, I, I, to be completely honest, well, I think Injustice for All was a fair matchup for yours because Symphony for Destruction or Countdown to Extinction was the first Megadeth album I ever listened to. Right, and it was his answer to Kill 'Em All, stylings. Music stylings I don't think so. and the way it was constructed was, it was his answer was, to kill them all. I don't think it was his answer to a ten-year-old album. But even Anthony agreed that it's more like vocal, like the vocal stylings of it was more like the the thrash that kill them all, like laid for him. I feel like there was more, more so to as, the vocals. Because the difference being Metallica, Metallica was kind of growing up and evolving and kind of setting like a new path where. He came up with that. It's like, okay, everybody forgot about Kill 'em All. Let's produce another album that sounds exactly like Kill 'em All. But I don't. They don't sound anything alike. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying apples for apples. But I'm just saying let's come up with another like early '80s thrash album. But we're releasing in 1992 when everybody thinks this is fresh and new. But it was the, it, fa- the fast it was guitar topical. riffs. That album was topical. We're jumping back three albums. <laughs> it was topical. Just one, is it? Maybe two. <laughs> well, you weren't doing a good job fighting it before, but what I'm saying is like the 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 the, the fast the, the fast heavy guitar riffs, the the high pitched like um, vocal vocals. It was kill 'em all. Nine years later, they're so different. Like it's almost like so it's like different. I'm gonna wait for Metallica, Metallica to evolve into something else, so and then I'm different. gonna finally come out. With all that music that I tried yeah, to write for Kill 'Em All that nobody so wanted, different. I'm just, I, I don't know. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Okay, that's your opinion. So they're behind. And you know why they're behind? Because he needed to wait. Dave Mustaine, as talented as he is, you can be as as talented as the world. I I I know more musicians that are more more talented than anybody like anywhere. They can't do anything on their own. And I'll put Dave Mustaine in that category because until somebody does it before him, so he can sample from it. Wow. You keep going back to like his so writing the style he from created in Metallica he, that they continue to sample. That for he their borrowed from career. Leonard Skinner. That they continue to I sample. I took Leonard Skinner's riff and I career. sped it up, and so, I made a song from and, Metallica. And, and had literally had to. He's well documented. Had to neuter themselves to cha- to like <laughs> grow and sell. They had to neuter themselves. No, they didn't have to do it. They yes, they did. They, they went did. from thrash to hard rock. They sold it. Thrash to hard rock. Okay, so... They literally got their balls fine. lopped off. Let's just put it out. They sold out. Absolutely. Of course they did. Load and Reload is considered like the, their biggest sellouts ever. Saint Anger, and when they started going and doing the freaking orchestras and like all the other appearances were sellouts. I like the orchestra stuff. But let's not I mean, fool ourselves, because who is the biggest sellout between Metallica and Megadeth? Metallica. 
absolutely not. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Megadeth puts his fucking company ink literally up anything that will touch it. Name something. Hold on. It was over anyway. <laughs> oh. oh wow, he's still relevant in music. So somebody asked him to feature on their album. This is a country. how many people have asked Lars or James Hetfield to feature on their album? Well, plenty. What, what, the, what, what how many people? No, no, no. <laughs> and, and how many have they done? Wait, none. You know why? Because they're not relevant anymore. What's funny is, like, I remember, like, back in the um, the early 2000s when the MTV, like, was still playing, like, music and whatnot yeah, and having, like, music festivals. The news. And they were doing the, um, the, the Gods of Metal tributes and whatnot. I don't remember seeing Megadeth listed. I think I saw, I mean, I remember Metallica. I remember five or six different bands coming out for, like, a, a, big, a big ceremony for Metallica and whatnot. I don't recall Megadeth. You know what that is? That's the sound of them hitting James Hetfield's cock. Okay, that's fine. So, that, so that's the TVs and that, that's the radios. But and say, let, let me the, latch on to the big band so, that will actually get me noticed and make me big, not the better band. Just let the numbers aside. One hundred and twenty-five million albums. Now I don't care who you are if you sell. 125 million albums. That is somebody actually physically going out and purchasing a hard copy. So are you suggesting that album sales dictates quality music? I am suggesting. Are you suggesting album sales dictates quality music? I like to... Uh, are you suggesting album sales dictates quality music? I think it uh, exposes frauds. Are you suggesting... So Britney Spears... Is quality music That's to a you. whole different genre. No, 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 no. Album sales dictates quality music. That's your equation. No, that's not my equation. That is your equation. Because a 12-year-old girl literally, is probably not going to the good Literally to the your Walmart. equation. I sold 125 million albums, so I'm stupid. the better man. You are deflecting again, sir. No. Then why did Megadeth only sell 30? Because you're down nine. Oh, because, because you know what? I know quality music Metallic so much. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. That's how good quality music is. So, Al, so your music is so good, man. I can't even buy it because I don't want to give the record company like that kind of credit. Because like you're like way better than that, man. Like, you are way above. Album no, you just compared Britney Spears to Metallica. Because some twelve-year-old girl no, because goes you, to Walmart and picks up "Hit Me Baby" one sales, more time. Because you suggested album sales oh. means good music. Good lord. So, with that equation, album sales dictates he, um, good music. Is the Academy of Music all a bunch of clowns? What, the Grammys? So, oh, your nine... Money. The Grammys is all about money. Your Just nine like the Oscars is all about money. Do I have the money to put... Of course it's all about money. Can I buy my votes? Can I buy my votes? That's what award shows are about. You think people on the Hollywood Walk Fame with their star... Do you think they deserve so it? No, they paid for their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. 23 nominations over, let me do the math here. Based on sales. 35 years. Based on sales. Versus nine. Based on sales. Not talent, not quality. Your equation is album sales so, equals good music. No, my equation is the general public is telling you 
Somebody sucks and somebody And the doesn't. general public says Britney Spears is awesome. You can't go back. Ah! <laughs> if you are so ah! <laughs> That was the wrong microphone. So it's not dream theater, I gotta say. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> If okay, fine. Let's use the Britney Spears argument. If we're going so Britney equation. Spears has sold billions of art, billions and billions and billions yes. of dollars. Megadeth yes. has sold like five bucks compared to Britney Spears. So you know what everybody so thinks of Dave Mustaine versus Bit Mustaine. <laughs> Mustaine. <laughs> Swear to God, I have a mustache. <laughs> no, no, no. That's when your moose makes a mess, and now it's stained because right. it's a moose exactly. stain. You want my honest opinion? I might go with Britney over Dave. I wouldn't doubt that. It's a little better to look at, I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't freak me out as much. His was... Oh my god, what a dumb fucking argument. Are you kidding no, me? No, you're the one who started the argument. Yeah, I'm, I'm... Album sales means good music. Right, so 125 million albums from Metallica versus the 32 million albums for, like, Megadeth since the actual album track started. that... The amount of albums but you, you sell want to throw in Britney means Spears. you okay, play fine. better music. Fine, fine. Britney Spears sold fucking probably twenty eight fucking million and like two hundred and eighty million albums versus the thirty fucking million albums for for Megadeth. That means Warrant. the average. The Warrant average put out a best selling album. No, no, let's get, let's Does that mean argument. that Warrant may, plays good the music? The average human being would rather listen to Britney Spears and Megadeth. Probably. 20 to 1, Britney you know Spears and Megadeth versus 3 you to 1, what? Britney you know and Metallica. So argument, let's, let's argument, compare apples The to average apples. human being would probably rather listen to Britney Spears than Metallica. Right, but like I said, let's, oh, go, oh, let's oh, go. No, 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 no wait. Let's, let's go back, not, to, let's go back to apples to apples. 20 to 1 like versus 3 equation. to 1. Britney Spears album sales. If you're going to bring up album sales... Equals is, good music. Right. I bring up album sales, Metallica versus Megadeth. I'm not bringing up. The equation is there. That's uh, if saying. you're suggesting actually, album sales equals a better band, that's actually like you trying to ask me to say like what is the most popular music in the world right now. Then Kanye then, Kanye West is Je- the Jesus of music. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, we're talking about heavy metal and, like, hard rock acts. No, no, no. We're not the, talking about the freaking pop action. You just That's said. That's not what this pop... So you're going to tell me that there aren't people out there who aren't heavy metal fans, who aren't rock fans, who didn't buy Metallica albums? There aren't soccer moms out there who didn't buy that album. Yes, they did. You know why? Because it was popular. <laughs> I feel like you, you have deflected, like, so far. Now, if you want, I, I'm trying to like. Make I'm my going argument. off of your equation. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to make my equation back to apples to apples. So if you know what, I think there's more Metallica fans that would actually go buy a Britney Spears album before they would buy a Megadeth album. I would disagree with that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But you're. Tr- so I, I give you a monster number with the album sales from Metallica because of the minuscule number that is the album sales of Megadeth, and you countered with Britney Spears. So you want to go to a whole completely different genre. Well, okay, fine. And Megadeth, so, who has remained the same genre throughout their, throughout their entire they, career, they have and, no, and Metallica, who has jumped genres in order to sell more albums. Hold on, where's my top ten? With the Aerosmith crowd, with the Nickelback crowd, with the... They are far more white Wonder Bread music. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Then Megadeth. 
sell to the masses. TheTop10s.com, reasons why Metallica is better than Megadeth. I like this. I like this list. Um, Here, I'll wrap my top nine. See. Metallica never made a pop song. Megadeth has. Uh, I disagree. Uh, Metallica has less band member changes. So there no. goes your mm. there goes your continuity argument. Um, I'll let him finish now. See, with the album Risk, they sold out more than Metallica. But with the Black album, at least Metallica didn't use disco beats. Bah. Metallica is the band of Metallica, where Megadeth is just Dave Mustaine. That's pretty. Megadeth is broken up. So is Metallica. While Metallica was always around. No, they've broken up. They didn't broke up. They just. Jason Newstead literally made... went, "Go fuck yourselves! I'm going to play with the my ba- fucking high the school bass kid." Player left. Because you guys suck. Who fucking cares about the bass players. A core member right, literally looked at the other members and said, fuck you guys, you're tool bags. I love this one. Megadeth's I'm band. out. Megadeth's band name is spelled wrong. <laughs> All right. That never you can't win the sellout argument either, but if you want to go apples to apples, fine. So let's use Britney Spears. I'll give her, I'll give her a, a big round number. Let's say she sold 300 million albums. Okay, fine. Metallica sold 125 million albums. That's three to one. Megadeth sold 30 million albums. That's ten to one. So if you want to talk about the general so that's public, nine jackasses who buy popular music. <laughs> All right, Marcus, uh, who is who? Who is your art, artist evolution? No, no, no. Who is your artist evolution? Machine Head. Oh my god, sit back down. Huh? Huh? How many people have heard of Machine Head? Huh? Huh? Go ahead, Pete. I get nothing. <laughs> Literally, my entire goal is piss off. I get it. I want to say so much, but I, I can't oh, think of it. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> <sighs> okay, yes, Jay, I have heard of Machine Head. You have. May have, yeah, I may have done and, a whole big you, old segment on Machine Head, Jay. And you're a huge fan of them. Uh-huh, and I wouldn't compare them to a Britney Spears album sales because no, it's, no, it's no, not no, even but, comparing apples to fucking apples because you can't just jump over the pop. You want to talk about pop music? Who's we'll better, about pop Metallica music. or Machine Head? Mm. That's a good one. Personal preference or like no, overall? No, no. Well, of course it's your personal preference. Well, I happen to like the style of Machine Head better. So you're saying... But Machine that, Head no, 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 thrash metal. Stop, stop, stop. Thrash metal. Stop, stop. Thrash Just like Metallica <laughs> isn't <laughs> Rapcore. <laughs> suge- you're saying, from your personal preference, you find Machine Head a better band than Metallica. I find them aesthetically pleasing, yes. Okay. Have they had more album sales than Metallica? I didn't say that they were a better band. Have they had more album sales than Metallica? No, there's not, there's not many that had more album sales than Metallica. So, then they're worse than Metallica. No, that's not part of the argument. It is. Your equation that album sales equals a great band. No, album sales is a reflection of the general public's opinion of said band. No. And their commitment to said band. It is a reflection of 
what's going on in the public it, well, and, the, and, and what people want to listen to at that time. It has no when do you think foundation in who's better? Let me actually let me actually try to justify like my argument like a smidge. <clears throat> when was Megadeth's prime? That depends on who you ask. I'm asking you. Me? I find like countdown to extinction. well, Symphony of Destruction, Countdown to Extinction. Okay. So um, ninety two I mean anywhere from the beginning, Hangar eighteen, um, cryptic writings, all the way up to cryptic writings, which was so why don't we call it? Why don't we call it 1980? But that's just me. But I haven't listened to a whole lot after that. Well, what, well, I'm just saying. Let's let's narrow the window. Let's go 88 to 01. Does that sound fair? It's pushing it for me, but okay. In which direction? Not far enough. Want to go to 04? No, too far. Too far. I don't know that much. I, I haven't okay. listened to a whole lot of new new Megadeth. Let's go 90 to zero. 90s to the double zeros. Is that okay, okay. window? Whatever. Because are you aware that 90% of these album sales are in that window? No, I didn't look up album sales. I didn't get a chance to do the research for this episode. So I'm just saying, like, when... I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to interject here. We're talking, so, we're talking about, like, Britney Spears. Is I'm gonna, pull, I'm, pull, the, pull the reins, Anthony. Yeah. Pull the reins. So, yeah, our moderator has done a is, shitty uh, job keeping us in, in line. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> just let it flow. So we're going <laughs> to... I snarked. Fuck off. Now, what we're gonna do here, just for you know, more poops and giggles, since it's been most of the show. Um, I've taken each member: your lead, your guitarist, your bassist, and your drummer. Now, I know Jay's point of view is the technicality, the actual set scale of Megadeth, and I know Marcus is using the in, in a large-scale portion. Catch my drift because you're using the sales, you're using the amount of songs that are relevant. Now we want to go with. And honestly, the, they paved the way for it. Sure. So I'm gonna take. They invented thrash right. metal with the guy who's the lead singer who had the bar open and Skinner and speed it up. Okay. See, you can't. You can't. Your uh, Dragon uh, Force, uh, 1981. Uh, That's exactly what just in, happened. Brands in. Brands in. <laughs> so we're gonna compare members now, so we can individually individually pick the skills out, what makes them better <clears throat> from each member, okay? Let's start with James Hetfield and Dave Mustaine. You want, to go? you want me to go? There's nothing I like about Dave Mustaine's voice, so if you want to... He has a better vocal range, he has a better... He, his lyrics are better. Um, he's got the grunginess, like there's a grunginess about him. Like I, don't, I wouldn't say range though. Like he, he's either he's either fast. But he has he has an emotional range that James Hetfield doesn't have. Does he write his own lyrics? I don't. I want to say he does. For his but sake, I, don't I hope know not. How much? For his sake, I hope not. I don't know how much of the lyrics he writes. I want to say he does. Now let's go with guitar work. Well, Hetfield's is he admittedly a rhythm? Dave Mustaine, or does he actually take the lead? I think on occasion he takes the lead, um, but okay because so, that, so that, that makes it that actually makes it hard Ellison's to compare lead. because Hetfield is one hundred. He takes he takes some solos though. If you watch some of the live stuff, he'll take some solos here and there. Right, but he's he's a rhythm. Yes, he's he, he's a rhythm guitarist. Kirk, Kirk Hammett is the is is the lead guitarist in it. So I mean, as far as technicality goes, the guy can probably play, but he's not. He doesn't. Needs play to his full but I mean in all honesty he's, he's probably the guy that's actually helping write like all this stuff but he's not the one who's playing it on stage 
So, I mean, I, I have no doubt that Hatfield has talent and whatnot. I mean, you know, the, and I know what we're getting to. Like, the, the I'm not going to jump ahead too much, but I know what, what we're getting to with, like, the knock on, like, the drummers and whatnot. And I actually know what the knock is on the technicality of Metallica. I know a very talented dr- guitar friend who taught himself how to play and, like, used to glorify Metallica, like, loved them until he learned how to, like, really play. And he learned that 90% of Metallica is one scale. You know one scale, you know Metallica. And it kind of hurt his feels, like, a little bit. But at the same time, you know what? I don't necessarily think... And this isn't... I don't think their purpose was ever to be the overly technical, like, I'm better than you kind of a band. But as a a musician, shouldn't you strive for that? Well, yeah, but at the same time, like, they created so many icons. And so they rested on their laurels. Like, like as an example, would you agree that one is a good song? Yes. I can play one. Okay. I can play two. I do want to throw this out. So this is, since we're talking about these two guys, this is actually, um, I was reading through some of the comics, comments, apologize, mm-hmm. between the two bands. So this one actually was pointed out that um, Dave Mustaine actually taught James how to play guitar, wrote most of the music and lyrics, and got kicked out only to form a better band. Uh, so Dave would actually be the one to talk to the crowd on their live shows. Uh, he would actually take the mic from James and say something funny, clever, blah, blah, blah. And it's also said that his riffs are a lot... Um, riffs and solos are better, faster, and more put together than Metallica's. I, you know... Just, just throwing I, it out as And as I brought this up. I have never get, I have never taken anything away as far as, like, it comes to, like, talent goes. If I was going to compare them apples to apples, like, work to work, yes. Dave Mustaine, Dave Mustaine is a uh, much better guitarist. More productive, more experimental... I, I, well, you know what? I, I actually, you know, this, this stuff. I don't say this. He needs he needs the crazy fast guitar riffs to compensate for like the where he's lacking, like vocals. But he's not. He's better than Hatfield. In your opinion, I think his lyrics are a joke, and I hate the sound of his voice. That's your opinion. However, the well, major, that is my opinion. The, <laughs> the major consensus amongst musicians. I am a musician. That's why I said he's a better guitarist. His vocals suck. I say, don't lump us all in a group. If you want to like say musician, I, I said this guy. The, the, the major consensus. I didn't say. It. And if you want all musicians, and if you want to define, if you want to define musician, you know Britney Spears is a musician. She is. <laughs> I've never seen her with a guitar. I do. I do want to clear this up. Um, so, Kill 'Em All. Uh, Dave Mustaine wrote The Four Horsemen, Phantom Lord, Jump in the Fire, and Metal Militia. But. Um, so originally the four horsemen was uh, mechanics. I got that one right. Um, <laughs> so James actually changed the lyrics in mechanics that turned well. it into four, four horsemen. horsemen. Yep. Uh, he was uh, Dave was also the co-writer on two songs on Ride the Lightning, which was Ride the Lightning and Call It Cthulhu. Fun facts. So yes, yeah, so, I mean obviously we're going opinion to opinion. Like I said, I I don't I have never questioned. Dave Mustaine's ability to play guitar, but like I said, I think I actually think Megadeth's songs have to be more elaborate in the guitar the guitar realm because they are lacking terribly when it comes to lyrics and vocals. I think the lyrics are so far superior 
it, there's, there's so much it, more going on there. In fact, I would actually say like that's actually like the thing that makes him unpopular because the average the average music fan I, I do agree with him. is not going to listen for music. They're not going to listen to guitar riffs. They're not going to listen, and that's actually probably the difference. And for the love of God, don't bring up Britney Spears for like five minutes. Like, let me just get through my point. It's actually probably the difference between 125 million copies sold versus the 32 million copies sold. Because the average American does not give a shit that two dudes know how to play guitar. The average American is stupid. They want the hook. They want the play. They want the. They want something that's catchy. They want something that they can sing along to. The average to, American can't which point Megadeth to where America does not is on produce, a Which the, Megadeth does not produce. And the di the difference being, okay, yes, so Megadeth's guitar work may be more technical, it may be more experimental and whatnot, but they're following the the paved driveway that Metallica left for them. They weren't the with most... With the guy who's in that Metallica band? Metallica was not the most technical band. Okay, let's stay up with Injustice for All and Master of Puppets. When Dave Mustaine was not involved, and Metallica was evolving... They had... Into something, they, they were moving away from thrash. They're getting away from the kill them all. They're getting away from like the ride, the lightning. They're coming up with battery, master of puppets. They're coming up with things that actually hold the test of time. And you know what? They're not the most technically, like they're not the most, like average guitar players. Like I'll use myself as an example. I could play a lot of Metallica when I first started playing guitar. In fact, it's like what I picked up a lot. Could. I couldn't play a lick of Megadeth for two reasons. One, I probably never even tried. Two, never even looked at it. Uh, but, you know what, the technical differences. <laughs> there is something to be said for the person that said, that does it first, and, and then, the first, then the first person there. who does it, quote unquote, better. But the popularity comes because the public can relate to Metallica because of the hook, because of the catchiness, and because of the legacy that they've actually kind of laid forth. With Dave Mustaine is relying on his musical talent to get huge. It is not his vocals. And it is Metallica not his lyrics. The fan base that they built with Dave Mustaine to grow. That's an argument I would give you between like 1983 and 1985, but after that. So let's go back to evolution. Okay, and you say from and justice for all on with evolution, how they got better and how they evolved. So, arguably, and justice for all, their last thrash album. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, and we'll say. Would you agree that I honestly would have said from the black album on is hard rock. Arguably, yes. Hard rock. Came out before Thrash, right? Um, yes. I mean, if you count. So Sabbath, they went made from it. a evolved form of hard rock and thrash, and devolved into hard rock. Yeah, but that's a bad argument because Megadeth has tried all of this nonsense as well. No, they have. They have. They Megadeth have. has never gone to hard rock. Okay, so what what does it mean when they have like they stick when they, when they, when they sample thrash. with disco beats on the uh, album Risk? I mean, what, where where does that come from? Like, is that considered heavy metal? And Metallica bands? played fucking Bob Seger, and he's the backing track. He's the, in a cover, in a rock cover. So a cover's okay, but sampling isn't. 
a cover is okay. Completely playing another entire song. If they did an actual legit tribute to Bob Seger and actually played the song to his T, I would say, okay, yeah, that's a that's that's a cop out. But the fact is, <laughs> that's what they did. They enhanced the solo. They added. Oh, a, they did it. They added, they Bob added Seger's rock- better. No, Bob Seger's a very talented dude. So congratulations for like. <laughs> but they added, they added an enhanced solo. They did add the solo. An enhanced solo. With enhanced. an actual rhythm enhanced. section to it. Yes, enhanced. enhanced. Because it's, it was a cover song. What else enhanced. do you want to do? Because I feel like it's a simple solo. Well, there's no solo to go off of, so. But I feel like it's simple. I feel like it was. Of course it was. I mean. So then how do you, can you call it enhanced? It's in addition. It hasn't made the song better. Okay, maybe that was a bad description. <laughs> I was like, okay. The original is better than the Metallica version. I mean, I guess. It's in addition. It doesn't. If you listen to Bob Se- Seeger in the '70s and '80s, I mean, you would think that the original is better than the Metallica version. If you listen to Metallica version in the late '90s, early 2000s, no, you would say Metallica actually enhanced that song. I think Megadeth's cover of "No More, no More Mr. Nice Guy" of Alice Cooper's original tune is an evolution, is an enhancement. I, they I, sped I it up. They made it harder. Then tell me why the world doesn't love Megadeth. Because people are stupid. That's fine. And people people want simple music. But you can't tell me that Metallica bought every one of their fans. You can't tell me. You can't tell me it's like... I don't know what you mean. That they're by, sitting out... I don't know what you mean by bought. No, what they did well, was... Well, that's, that was your argument. They created this, this, this core. And then... They released one. It's like anything they else. They released one it's and like, they hit MTV with one, and MTV played the fuck out of it. I mean, crammed it down people's throat so everyone in every country across the world knew who Metallica was. Wait, hit pause not for a just second. skaters. Hit pause for a second. I want to ask our moderator a question. Mr. Moderator, if a network had a song that was making money, what would they do with it? They would probably sell it. Oh, I didn't hit, like, pause here. But you can go. Go ahead. Oh. I mean, they would sell it. Right. So if that music video was, say, getting them viewership because everybody tuned in because they thought that One by Metallica might draw a crowd, what would they do with One by Metallica? They would probably play it. Agreed. Which is the general public dictating the market. I want to cut into this because I have something to... Now, Marcus, you've seen Metallica Live, correct? Yes. Have you seen Megadeth Live? I haven't seen either of them live. I I have to think, but I want to say in festival form, yes. So this is from a recent um, show between the two, from what I I gather. Um, Megadeth? can still hold their own life. They can still play everything, have no trouble with any of it. According to this, Metallica has, and this is quoted, has lost the ability to play their best songs properly. The version of Creeping Death they played last year was dashed off at such an alarming pace that the audience couldn't sing along with chorus properly. Well... In, all, in, in actual all, all honesty, I can actually speak to this because I, I, I've seen Metallica in 08 and I saw Metallica in 
the earlier 2000s, okay. like probably 01, 02. Sure. Like it was right around Saint Anger came in when Saint Anger came out, and because that was the show I remember. It's like if they play anything from Saint Anger, I swear to God, I'll walk out. Like with the exception of maybe Saint Anger, because they had a radio single. That's so like if they play, honestly terrible. If I they, don't mind that. If I, they, I remember the backlash for that was huge. It's like if they play Saint Anger because it's a radio because single, it sounds like I'll let that one go. Been like their first EP. But if they try to play Never. anything else off that god awful piece of shit, I swear to God, I'll walk out. Like I remember that. AAF tried to push that shit like it was the. But like I said, like they took. A, there's a there's a couple of things that happens in Metallica live. Um. They do take shortcuts. Do they? Like, they're not on stage for a lot of their intros. Their intros will be recorded. Like, the intro to one will be recorded. Like, the do-do-do-do, like, all the, the guns, the bullshit, and, like, all that crap. They'll actually come in when the vocals start. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole band will actually... They won't even be on stage. Like, you won't even see them. Like, you'll hear a drum, but there's no drummer there. There's no drummer there normally. Though. So, I mean... Right. But we all know, we all know what I'm saying here. I just want to... Only and his vocals, his, his vocals have changed. You can tell even like when you watch like just the videos. Like they post videos like all the time of like all their live performances. Like they're not the same. Like the, I remember the one where his microphone kept falling down. It's like, like <laughs> sick into it. Pretty funny. So I mean, if you're going for like an actual record, I mean, I, everybody's uh, vision of live music is at, at is the different. end of the day though. But you can't blame age on it. Look at Big Jagger. I was going to say, look at the Rolling Stones. Look no, at Aerosmith. Look at ACDC. I guess I'm more, I'm, I'm more leaning for James Hatfield because he's had like throat, throat surgery, I think, twice. Michael Jackson got lit on fire, head to toe, much like James Hatfield. Right, boom. And then continued to be a worldwide phenomenon without a change to his voice. We're going back to the pop thing. I'm just talking about the voice thing. And Why don't we go back to Britain? Let's go back to Britney Spears. Do you think? Do you really think that she's up there, like whipping her body around the way that they are? Those dance moves, like anymore? Just, like, jerking like can, this. Can I? Uh, this can way. I read this quote? Think she's rubbing her butt against the. Because it's funny. Because Damn. you know why? Because the pop music is a recorded performance. I'm gonna read this because you mean exactly like you just explained Metallica's live shows. You just upset the moderator. <laughs> Done. Continue. <laughs> He said recorded like show, like I mean, you know. No, it's not like it's not like, the, it's not like the Metallica shows the because what I just me. told you was Metallica's like has slipped. You were not gonna get the album quality show from Metallica right now. They like if they played Master of Puppets right now, it's not gonna sound like the album Master of Puppets. It's gonna you just sound need like to Metallica. throw something at one of us. I hope you're glad you made him quit. No, you did. I hope you're happy. You did. No, you're the one that interrupted. Him. I say we debate who made him quit. Well, it's clearly you, you. Do you have a quiz for this? You were, the, you were the last one to talk before he threw his phone down on the floor. Don't look at me. Uh, come on. This show's about you. No. Come on. Come on, why? No, I'm just sad. Come on. I'm actually working like, at them. I feel like I should scratch him behind the ear to coax him out of his, like... <laughs> So you're holding Metallica hostage because I'm actually admitting that like they're they're not necess- they might not be up to par. Like they're not up to, they're not the same as they were 20 years ago. They're not. They're not. They're slower. They're older. They're fatter. They, you know, it is what it is. 
But the same, you can't tell me that Dave Mustaine is up there playing the same damn show that he played when he just did a radio interview on WAF saying he did. moderator just said that he did. What did I, what did I say? That they can still perform their songs. Like, yes. Right. So. But he can only do about an hour before he has to take himself a good old 90 minute break and get off a stage. That's literally all of music these days. Well, what the F's the difference? Okay, so he can still play the songs that 30% of the world gives a shit about. Is he is Megadeth still selling out stadiums? The smart book, yes. Where? When? How? When they play. In fucking Germany? <laughs> when they play. I don't know. I, I just... It, I, I don't know. I don't know. You're asking me to defend the group that invented Thrash. With, literally. Against the guy who was part of the band who invented Thrash. Evolved it into something absolutely epic. Came out... In one album. With, like, iconic songs. With him part of the band. And to this point, I've been around for 35 years? Okay, you can't count current history because they stopped. They're done. They're still touring. They're still touring. Their last album came out in 16. They're still touring. Megadeth came out in 18. They're still touring. Who's done? He's right. Are they touring or are they playing a pre-recorded show? In fact, I think... They're touring. The difference being is Metallica's are... The Metallica's are still doing world world tours versus Megadeth's... World tours. Festivals? World tours. 25 minutes outside a festival? And more of them. Yet yeah, nobody cares. They're probably playing at a festival right now, being headlined by Wind Diskit. I don't think they play anymore, do they? No, I think Fred Durst. I think Fred's pretty much They're actually at a, they're, they're at a festival hey. in uh, Chicago. Oh, really? <laughs> they're, they're still out there. That's so sad. I'm surprised, honestly. That's sad. Well, they got um, West Berlin back. Oh, really? They must have offered him some money. Yeah, they're all got bored. Probably. <laughs> like, when we get nothing to do, I guess it's true. Hey, got nothing to do. You want to go out and be a Limp Bizkit again? All right. <laughs> you asked me. Fred, you're 65. Do you want to pretend to be 17 again? Yeah! You asked me, West Portland's what made Limp Bizkit. Oh, he totally. Of course he did. He's the talent behind that end. Hey, you knocked Fred Durst all you want. agreed on something today. You, you actually knocked Fred Durst all you want, but the guy's a smart man. He was the president of Fred Interscope Records for 10 years. Okay. Dude knows his shit. He knows the, the audience. He does Except until he said. Golden Cobra. That was he awful. does until he said a bunch of offensive crap that like got Limp Bizkit shut down. He, he had to he, be he, a quiet pushed, CEO of Interscope Records. He pushed his welcome. He wore out his welcome. Actually, I think that was a disconnect with Interscope when he had started making offensive comments. Well, thanks. I think he was irritated once Eminem started calling him. I can either one of them sleep with Christina Aguilera. That's right, neither of them could. And there's Enrique Iglesias going, I win, bitches. <laughs> hey, we're, di- we're digressing like a mother effort. <laughs> well, because Anthony hasn't finished saying what he said. Well, you pissed him off. You made him quit. How do you figure it was me? You were the last one talking. No. That, that, Don't make me go to replay. I have it on tape. Fuck off. We've, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... Wait, wait. This is the sound of me flipping Marcus off. <laughs> Sounded like... Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Don't go there. Shh. Shh. Let it happen. 
It's one of those every fucking episode I get to like delete. <laughs> the creepy fucking slurping noises. Like, what the Oh. Mm. Fucking ginger beer. <laughs> All right. That's game on my end. I mean, that, that was you. You you open pitted so, that so, from like so the wrap, second. Wrap this bitch up. Yeah, who won? No one actually won. It's not a debate. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. You just do a little better each time. No, I won. Who won? God damn it. No, see, this is your problem. That's because Nobody I'm a wins winner. I'm a winner. <laughs> no, no, because if we're gonna actually go by winning numbers, then we gotta go by the quizzes. Oh, and who won all the quizzes? Beyond. No, we don't have to go by all the quizzes. That was like a two-part. Like, I think I won the essay portion. You won the quiz portion. And that's a fucking asterisk because I kicked the shit out of the first quiz that we lost. So 90% of the points went to me. And the 10% for the essays. What is he talking about? I don't know. You got. I just said there's, like, more points for, like, an essay. No, no. Have you ever taken a quiz? Dude, nope. I'm your essay right now. Hey, <laughs> essay. <laughs> Gotta keep them separated. That's it. We're putting a poll up. You already did that, you turd. No, I'm putting a, I'm putting a specific poll up. Like after you listen to episode 21, who won, Marcus or Jay? Your Britney Spears comments are gonna sink you, bud. Sink. You think? In sync. You think? Well, that was fun. Are we reviewing? And, I, and I'll say this, because I'll know if Marcus edits this out. If you want to piss Marcus off, vote for me. Vote your heart, man. And pissing Marcus off. So there should there should be three options. Jay? Mark? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is the Facebook polls, they only give me two. Uh, lame. L- Lars Ulrich. We should put Mark or I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jay, Mark. I see. You know what? <laughs> this is the problem with the debate game either, because like all I want to know is who won the debate. It has no idea. It has no, no it has there's no, never a winner in a debate. Yeah, but it has no like Yes sir, is this popular vote? No. Debates, there's no winner. I yes. took Okay, as someone You who, just have to go off a of field. Were you part of debate class? Debate 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 No, class? screw those people. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm they're, not gonna I'm not gonna get taught to the, argue. Do, do you know what the point of a debate is? To get the to other prove person, you wrong. No, to get the other person to agree with you. Like I don't even have to be right. I just have to prove that you're wrong. No, that's not what a debate is about. I've I've watched plenty of movies. That's a that's debate about. is about getting Thank you for smoking. the other party <laughs> to see your side. No, that's what a debate. No, is about. it's supposed to discredit your side. As far as I'm concerned, I won the shit out of this debate. I don't care about the quizzes. Quizzes are dumb. No. All right, so if you listen to the episode, keep an eye on uh, Facebook, because I would like to know who, in quotations, won. More importantly, I'd like to know who wrote those stupid quizzes. This <laughs> Punch him right in the fruit. It's either going to be Marcus or right Jay. Fruit Loops. <laughs> but in the two meantime... Hadouken! Two kids in the piss out of him. In the meantime... So universe! Let's review some beer. Would you like to start with that? I mean, you haven't talked in a while, so why don't you start? Because <laughs> you made him be quiet. You that's my, that's my made him be quiet. To be quiet. There's gonna be two. There's gonna be two polls. I want to know one who won the debate. Two who made Anthony quit. <laughs> Let me help you. Marcus won the debate. 
Jamie Anthony Quick. Um, my, on the facts, by the way. My my beer was gross. Um. <laughs> oh God. Ew. And Marcus popped. Oh, Marcus popped. <laughs> Miller Light everywhere. I uh I brought a, a big ass bottle of arrogant bastard ale. Wow, you barely touched that fish. I don't even know who actually this is from. Uh, arrogant bastard. No, arrogant brewing. Yeah. My apologies. Stone brewing, isn't it? I thought so too, but it says literally it says arrogant brewing in California, in Richmond, Virginia. I literally thought it said arrogant mustard. Actually, has the uh, the definition term of arrogance, the act or quality of being arrogant. Stupidest! I fucking hate when they do that. When they use the same word in the dictionary. And then words you can't pronounce. Undo assumption, overbearing conceit. Wow! Like talking about Metallica. I'm gonna give this a two. Ooh. Licking a rusty pen. Sort of. It's like nipple rings. It's like two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Like two and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow, ow. You like that? When's you it like going, that? When's it going to be my turn? <laughs> we stop recording. No, we're still recording. Hey! I'm, I'm fighting with Evernotes because apparently I can't do anything until I purchase a so should I give my higher beer? plan. Should I give my beer review? Have you seen that yet? No, no, I, I have mine. How do I get rid of this? My beer is Phantom Ginger Beer. Smooth and spicy. Made in Was that Barry White song? baby. Smooth and spicy. Made in Pretty fly for Two offspring references, one episode. Um, Maybe we talked about children. In terms of ginger beer, it's actually not too bad. Um, the only one I've ever heard of is Gosling's. And, and, and that's that's dark and stormy. That's the one thing in the food. I'll give it a three and a half. I'll give it a three and a half because I know this is going to linger with me. The lingering ginger beer. Uh it's, uh, it's going to be a painful evening. Not bad, but as ginger beers go, but it, 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 it's going to hang on. Marcus, <laughs> what do you have today? Nice, today, today, today. Right. <clears throat> From North Carolina, I got Wicked Weed Brewing. This is the pernicious India Pale Ale. Now the um the uh, label actually assured me that this is going to ruin IPAs for me forever because of the uh, incredible smoothness and drinkability of this IPA. (laughs) I tried holding it together, but I can't. Oh, man. If only you guys could hear what we hear when we do this. Why is that so loud in my ears? We're not even like a... Jesus! Forgive me!
Hi, for what it's worth, this uh, Wicked Weed uh, IPA. I played with James Hetfield in a concert. Forgive me. So when I first saw that it was called Wicked, when I first saw saw it was called Wicked Weed, I was actually excited because I thought this was like something with Massachusetts like just legalizing pot. There might be like weed in this beer, but this is really not. Okay, that's, I was gonna ask that too. I think they're actually talking about just like uh, like some organic plant shit because like they have like some, some cucumber and ooh cucumber and I like cucumber and, and so yeah. So check out Wicked Weed, but you know what? Their IPA is pretty fucking badass. I'll give it a four out of six. There's no cucumber in this. This is just an IPA. I didn't buy the cucumber one. Just smell it. <sighs> anyway, I think we had enough fun for one day. <laughs> That'll be another uh, tasty treat from uh, us at the uh, Heavy Metal vs. Six Pack headquarters. No, um, no uh, Heavy Metal vs. Six Pack hosts were harmed in the making of this episode. Definitely Anthony, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you touchy douchebag. What the hell? I looked up into that light too long. All right. Damn it, Jesus! Twitter and Instagram, at HMOA number 6 P-A-C-K. Email, HMOA number 6 P-A-C-K at gmail.com. We love feedback. We love comments. We love suggestions. See? Just do it. Uh, Facebook, just look it up. Heavy metal over a six-pack. Look for the cross guitars with the beer bottle. Go give it a like. Follow the shenanigans. Participate in the polls. Because I want to squash Jay in the two polls that I'm going to put up next. Marcus doesn't realize that I don't care about losing. Yeah, but I'm all about winning, so it's okay. Marcus does care. So go ahead and vote and make Marcus feel better about himself. That's right. It'll help content in the future, I promise. (laughs) Check us out on all... all Check us out on all of our directories, whether it be the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, the Google Play, or the iTunes, and of course our host site, podomatic.com. We would appreciate reviews at any of the following sites. That way we can uh, expand our audience to others and uh, grow and continue to be here for you. Other than that, Tune in next time. We have great episodes coming up. We do. Our next episodes, I mean, probably, hopefully we get enough content to be our next couple of episodes, but we will be uh, reporting live from the Snowbound Throwdown in Winston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Booyah. Unfortunately, we're going to be without the services of Mr. J, who has family obligations and vacation. Yes. I'll see if I can review the... But he's going to try to get some uh, material. Where Irish folk band, I'm yeah. going to see. So... He'll try to get some material for us out there, but uh, we got we, we got some shenanigans coming up with like the fans and the bands of the uh, of the the Snowbound Throwdown will be there all day. Obviously, this is not live radio, so they're probably not going to hear us prior to then. But stay tuned because we'll bring that all all that all to you. And with that, Marcus is done. I've argued my way into uh, exhaustion. And uh, <laughs> Anthony. Say goodbye, Why not? We all say You're bye. a turtle? <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Peace out, kids. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.